0: Crazy.
1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Vile Files Reality Recap Edition. I'm your host, Nick, joined by the household of Ali, Genevieve and Derek. I hope you all had just a fantastic Monday weekend. Not sure when you guys decided to tune in this week to the Vile Files, but welcome one and all. Kiki is behind the desk as well. She wanted a little bit of attention. There we go. Hi, Kiki. (laughs) The office dog. She's settled. Are you settled, Kiki? Great. Emma Slater! Hey is with us. Friend of show first time on the show. Yeah. But we go way back. Yeah, we do. Thanks for having me. We yeah. do.
0: We we met on Dancing with the Stars. Dance with the
1: Stars. I remember your six, rumba 6 7 years ago. Yeah, yeah, my rumba. That was my best <laughs> dance ever. Yeah.
0: I remember it. You did a move in there that I thought I'm going to steal that next time. What
1: move is this? It
0: was a it's called a cucaracha and you don't know that you did it, but it's um it's when you you put your hands on your head like that. That's not part of it, but you chose to do that which oh, I liked. I did. Yeah, and then you gave us hips. And I thought I remembered it. All right. So well done.
1: (laughs) I did that the last time I did it.
0: Did you do it twice?
1: I did it like three times because you know how at the end of Dancing with the Stars after you people get eliminated you know, like they have some of like the finalists come back to kind of fill in the air time and right. like, just redo their best dance? Yeah. They had me do the rumba I think two more times. Really? And it was like the last time that we oh there we go or is it right there? <laughs> oh that, my that, god! That, Nick Look I love that you either. pulled that up
0: so fast. That, that is... wasn't
1: that wasn't but like Oh
0: my I was god, Nick! I was always... <laughs> Everyone is touching you. <laughs> that was
1: one of my better dances but I was always so nervous.
0: I think you do. And it it wasn't until we got
1: eliminated where I didn't give a shit that I actually had way more fun and tried more things.
0: Yes. But look at this rumba. Like, that's really amazing.
1: I'm going to have to rewatch this whole dance. I never really watched my, my dances. Well look at, look at me.
0: I really want <laughs> uh, to get to the part where you do this this thing with your oh my like, God, but I, I don't think
1: I did it this one i did I think uh, I did it, I think I did it at the finale, oh okay, where okay. Pete and I were outside.
0: Wow, look there it is there it is what? there it is I didn't, that's that's what I'm talking about. Oh, you kinda do this thing this over like my head. wait, where you go over your head, um uh, wait, I think uh, it looks like it I'm it in might shape be, there look at you that. you are in shape. Right, he's about to do it right now. Head. Oh, Yay! so I wasn't. You,
1: you wouldn't go above your head like a <laughs> swan.
0: <laughs> if I'm honest, I probably would, but you maybe not. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um, I just loved it, and I, I think. Look at this dance, oh Nick. That's the incredible. Shirt is fully off now. This is like a romance novel. Yeah. Well, that's rum before you.
1: Yeah, and yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways, yeah, uh, I I miss Dancing with the Stars. It's such a good time.
0: It is such a fun show, and people don't realize that, like, when you get on the show, your whole world changes, and you know this. Like, it takes over everything. Like, you cannot wake up in the morning without thinking about steps. You call your partner. Your dance partner becomes like your therapist, and your chauffeur, and your nutritionist, and you're like, you know, everything. Y- you offload so much on your partner. It's just brilliant. So I'm I'm Hopefully, about to gear up to do another season soon.
1: When you say hopefully, I, it's like every season. Yeah. You, you all like don't know, right? If you're going to be on that season because yeah. there's more, what do you call, call yourselves?
0: Pro dancers. Pro dancers. Yeah. There's
1: more pros than cast at every season, right? So yes. sometimes people will come back and things like that. So every season, it's a yeah. bit of a.
0: That's basically it. You don't it. know, huh? Mm-hmm. We find out, I would say, about four days before the announcement before everybody else finds out. So it is very very like nerve-wracking getting to that point and thinking, well, I'm, you know, I might be busy for the next 3 months, I might not be, but it's purely because that they, they do have more spots and it's, you know, who's available and who they kind of match with the celebrities. There's a lot that goes into it.
1: Do you anticipate being on it?
0: I think yes because <laughs> they asked me to do the tour and to co-host the tour and that's after the show. So I, I mean, so
1: you know you're doing the tour.
0: I know I'm doing the tour, yeah. I'm excited. That'd be excited kind of weird that. if they did it. I, th- ask I you. kind of think so. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm like anticipating it.
1: The tour of all the times that everyone gets close, imagine the tour, everyone gets super close. Oh, yeah. Because- Is there ever drama that ever happens on tour?
0: Yeah, but mostly with the boys, not the females. How the-
1: so? Are they like out there just hooking up with the, oh, the God, locals? Oh, God.
0: No, no, it's more like <laughs> the locals. I don't know. Like, <laughs> It's like a sport. <laughs> that's, Let's go find a that's, local uh, cha cha, and then kind
1: of what the bachelor at men had in the, historically would would do. You know, they go to their like bar really? appearances, and
0: oh wow. Well, no, this is different. This is more like, and the boys will tell you this themselves. It's more like that's my hair dryer. Like there was an argument one year about a hair dryer, and the girls are basically in our room just talking about makeup, talking about music. You know, listening to TED Talks and like Russell Brand because that's my thing. And so we just, like, get on, but if one of the boys eats another boy's chicken or, uh, you know, takes a hairdryer or does something wrong in a dance, they generally have, you know, arguments about it. And it, it blows over the next day. But the girls, honestly, we just laugh because we just girls just don't do that.
1: On tour, who did you become closest with?
0: It was Gabby Windy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she was my co-host. And then also Britt. Britt Stewart. She's another pro dancer on the show and she's super zen, and she's my best friend.
1: Uh, have you spoken with Gabby recently since she's made some headlines? She's yeah. got, a new, got a new girlfriend. She
0: has. Um, uh, have
1: you met her girlfriend?
0: I haven't. I'm dying to meet her. So I spoke to Gabby beforehand, so she had told me about Robbie, and I was just super thrilled and happy, and the way that she spoke about it, it like, made me feel really glad for her and happy for her, and so I, I just I can't wait to meet Robbie.
1: But she seems you know, friend to friend, really happy.
0: Yeah, she seems so happy. The way she spoke about it, I just, I I thought that she's 100% in the right place. And she's such a sweet, um, very conscious, like, girl. I just have so much respect for her. And so I'm really glad that she's found, like, the path that she's on and she's found someone that she's having this incredible relationship with.
1: That's amazing. How's your love life going?
0: There is none. <laughs> Honestly, I... I would love, I have visions of a guy walking into my life that is, um, and I don't know if I should say this because this is like way, like too much information. you love too much
1: information. You know
0: when you just think, oh, I, I see like a tall guy with like, maybe, I don't know why, blue eyes and maybe... British or someone like that. Very would be specific. Ideal. But I yeah. don't know why that's coming to my head.
1: Oh, <laughs> blue eyes, Tall British. Blue what color is his hair?
0: Like blonde. And I've never, I don't know a guy so like, like that. the
1: exact opposite of your ex.
0: Of my ex. But, yeah. but that's got, but it's got nothing to do with Sash. Because so Sash, I, I absolutely love. And I think he's gorgeous. And I just have so much respect for him. But it's more of a, I just, I just see this, this vision, like this this vision and i don't know where that's coming from
1: as you mentioned sasha you're going through a divorce divorces are Mm -hmm. difficult and challenging and emotional i'm Mm -hmm. sure there are a lot of things what's been the hardest part for you uh you speak still highly of sasha oh yeah you guys are both in the public light so to speak so what has that been like and has it been a challenge to try to maintain a level of so Div- the yeah i thought
2: you were gonna say silliness silliness ah! well
1: is it is it hard to still <laughs> oh be silly. Silly with but other. what is, what is that like i mean and what advice if do you have to anyone who you know might be going through a divorce and it sounds like just not to hopefully not put yeah. words in your mouth but like you guys sounds like you just kind of came to the realization that well there might be a lot of mutual respect or isn't necessarily the love that is required to maintain a marriage going forward. So, how do you guys maintain that or and I don't want to put words in your mouth no, like what okay. what has that been like and you know what advice would you have for someone to who might be going through a similar situation that wants to get through the divorce but mm-hmm. still amicably, but obviously that can be triggering cuz yeah. emotions are still, uh, you know, I'm assuming high. What what's that been like?
0: I mean, first thing is, I think having a relationship in the public eye is so Hard and it's really difficult when you're trying to navigate how you feel and um and you're trying to keep that respect for your relationship when when like everybody has an opinion and of course they do because you you are public and you are on TV together so it is really difficult um and so I would recommend that you know privacy is something that I really really value and I think moving forward that's something I'm going to try to keep with my partner but it is difficult. And it's very emotional. So with with Sasha, we're still like family. So it isn't even really that that the love is not there. It's actually not that at all. It, we're just potentially in two different places. But the hard part was that the love actually didn't go. And it's, you know, nice. we still have that. So it's like really weird to, to navigate that because it can be very confusing about how you actually feel. Yeah. And we're still very, very much in the thick of that or... Kind of the thick of that, so it's really confusing. But m- my advice for for people that are going through it is, like, I don't know if I can really give the best advice. It's just sure lived
1: experience, yeah.
0: Right, I would say have um, reach out to people who you think, oh no, they they're too busy with their own lives. They they're not really there to help me. People do want to be there for you and lean on your friends because though it's hard for me to really lean on people because I yeah. feel like a burden, but. It really does help. And at the end of the day, that shared connection that you'll have with the people that are there for you, they want to be there for you, and it will only get stronger and brighter and you'll only feel better about the situation because you won't feel alone. And it's really horrible to feel like you're going through this really heavy, life-changing situation when you feel
1: alone. Yeah, well that's great advice. Are you able to share like when you mentioned like you guys were at different st- stages of your life it almost sounds like yeah wh- where where were you guys what what was the difference
0: it's really the kids thing and which seems very interesting because I do want to have kids I just don't want to delay Sasha's path in having kids because I think I know that he is just he is ready for that I don't want to talk about him too much because that's really for him to say but it's about kids but I do I do want kids I just I don't know what it is. I'm kind of figuring that out for myself. Sure, that's a big, yeah.
1: it's a big step in, in people's lives. Oh, and, yeah.
0: And it's know. not something that I take politely and I don't want to enter into something that I'm, I'm not sure about um, because I, I just would never do that. So that's Is that why.
1: something, just because we talk a lot about relationships on this show and I really appreciate your willingness to kind of have this discussion because I know it's not always easy, but if you could like go back in time. Yeah. Because we all, we all make mistakes, we learn from them. Would you have done anything different when it comes to the conversations that you two had about kids, or is that something that wouldn't be possible knowing that how things kind of evolved over time in your relationship? Does that make sense?
0: Yes, it's the second one. Okay. So if there's nothing really that I would have changed because that's, I was really true to myself, that was exactly mm-hmm. how I felt in the time. And, and we did have discussions about kids. This situation has been very much me kind of feeling like a resistance in life and not knowing what that is and why I'm feeling it and then coming to terms with that in the last few years and so that's been the real friction and that's been the real hard part so it really um, had nothing to do with him and he's always been very much himself Um, it's really me that's been the person that has just found it difficult to understand why am I suddenly feeling different why it's not even it wasn't even a sudden thing it was like a gradual thing and something I had to just deal with but when it doesn't come on so quick then it's almost like harder to deal with because then you push it back you know the feeling of not being ready to have kids it gets kind of like pushed back and then you kind of have to address it when it, it you get closer to the time that you discussed having
1: kids yeah no it can be a challenge and obviously societal pressures you know can be a challenge and everyone has an opinion and yeah. obviously being in the public like i'm sure makes it oh even harder
0: it makes it so hard yeah. it makes it so hard
1: well thanks for being willing to talk about it,
0: it, it you know you can just be yourself that so you're welcome
1: speaking of kids in disney mm-hmm. movies uh have you been following the snow white drama no well disney has been doing a lot of live action remakes uh, they had the little Nothing mermaid new. Nothing new. Just the remakes. Yeah. Well, when you say live action remakes, you think you're just redoing the story.
2: Which in most cases they have been. The Little Mermaid came out this year. It was phenomenal. I haven't seen it, but
1: heard great things.
2: Oh my gosh. The lead is, she's just so amazing. She loves the role so much. She's really you Know taking on the responsibility of an, um, of but, a, our, but not yeah. everyone is. Yeah, she's she like literally an goes Arial to Disneyland. little fan. kids will like think that she's actually
3: Ariel, and like there's videos of her picking them up. And is
1: it Ariel them. or Ariel? I can't, the same with Ariana <laughs> think, and Ariel. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, a- Ariel is the hardest name for me to say. Ariel, it's <laughs> Ariel, and is I an don't know have to We have to not, Arial? we have to stop.
3: Naming people, Ariel, yeah. Ariana, uh, like, we just gotta... Unless we can all agree on one pronunciation for the rest of time.
1: But, yeah, loves the character, Ariel. Yeah. Just embraces it. Yeah. Not so much, like, her...
2: Disney... Colleague. Colleague. Yeah. <laughs> Sister
1: in crime. Yeah. Um, Rachel Zegler, who, like, is playing Snow White, who apparently just fucking hates the character. It's really? So, <laughs> yes. It's been going on for a few weeks now, but, like, it really hit news when Gal Gadot, who's playing the Wicked Stepmother, and Rachel, who's playing Snow White, kind of gave a sneak peek about how like Snow White is no longer going to be saved by the prince. And everyone's just kind of like, wait, is this Snow White? Is this not Snow White? Oh, really? And then recently, can you play the clip, Derek, about her talking about the prince itself?
3: The original cartoon came out in 1937, and very evidently so. <laughs> um, there is a big <laughs> focus on her love story, um, with a guy who literally stalks her. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Weird. Super weird. So we didn't do that this time.
1: She oh. talks about love as if it's such a negative thing. It's, right. It's a fairy tale. It starts with once upon a time and usually ends with, and they lived happily <laughs> ever after. Like... Those are like uh, aren't the two most this important is beats. End of, like
2: and she lived happily ever after, after. in her uh, uptown studio apartment <laughs> yeah. that she, and she was by and herself and right. she was Amy empowered
1: happily ever after yeah. for the rest right. of time. It's just like when did when did love become a negative thing and when it comes to like fairy tales? Right, and, but she can also fall
0: in love with a with a guy. That would be fine.
1: I guess not. <laughs> she, she's been speaking, and like now so. we're calling the Princess stalker. I mean, come on, I weird, mean, I love weird I love like for example, I love the movie the notebook I do,
0: oh, it's so beautiful,
1: well, I mean, it's a great movie, but yeah. you know, when you break it down as we often do when we're talking about relationships, like technically, like Noah and Allie were like kind of toxic people, and like right, but right, but this is a fairy tale for kids to watch, and like if I got casted like in some like local play as Noah like. You don't talk shit about the character, you know? I,
0: I think, yeah, exactly. I think that I probably wouldn't have chose those words and inflicted it the way she did, potentially. Like, you know, I don't think it's weird in 1937 that there was a uh, this fairy tale and that she went off with the prince at the end. And like, I remember watching Snow White as a kid. I also just love the setting. I love the fact that that she was with the dwarves. I love like, everything about it, you know, in the Disney movies where all the animals get involved. That's great. Like, I think it being for kids, that's the thing you want. I think the love is what you want. Like, I know that there's a lot of representation for what happiness looks like now, but... It's sometimes it's nice to keep those nostalgic things as they were, but I don't think it was a bad thing. I never saw it that the I never saw it that what, what's his name? What's the prince's name? I the think prince. It was prince. Just the prince. <laughs> yeah. I never saw it that the prince was stalking her. He was lo- trying to he find looking, looking her. Yeah, he was, uh, her. Looking
1: out for Looking for, trying to keep her safe. And he probably like...
0: saw her and was like, "She's beautiful. I want to find her. I would like a guy to do that for
1: me right now." I, I mean, but like we're kind of we're we're like going way overboard like but seriously and it's like if this is a message we're sending we're getting to the place where it's we're yeah. like, well i don't want to be called creepy i don't want right. to i don't want right. to it's like right we're not going to have anyone pursue anyone for fear of like now oh the prince was stalking snow White. Right. i mean come on no he no he wasn't like it's a movie it's a character how else are they supposed to right like fairy tales are literally meant to be a way to Mm -hmm. teach young children Mm -hmm. about adult issues. Mm -hmm. That's like kind of the point of fairy tales. So they oversimplify like adult issues in a, in a, in a setting that kids can kind of talk about whether it's love and romance and friendships and adversity. Like there's a ways to talk about, you know, these things in very light ways to have like teachable moments when your kids are watching fairy tales to talk about, how people treat one another and the villain and and love and and now it's just like just make some other movie just don't make snow maybe white maybe
0: that's what should happen maybe it wasn't snow white that needed to be rearranged in that way but i don't know cuz i mean i we could see it and it could be oh you know what that's a really great change but maybe there's some there's a different type of fairy tale that that we could write you know, yeah. not, and let's say we, not me, because I'm not a writer. But how is Snow <laughs> Emma and Nick Productions? Emma and Nick <laughs> Productions.
1: Well, I mean, according to Rachel, she was like, we wrote a different movie. So I don't, I don't know if You're Rachel's name also is
2: not on that script, girl.
1: I mean, listen, it's I Greta I appreciate Greta her Greta. honesty. I pre- yeah, crazy yeah, is it a- is it Greta? Yeah, Greta yeah Greta she's co-writing it. Yes.
0: oh, I do like her. Sure. I love her, I and really it just like surprises
2: her. me that she. I don't know.
1: Is writing love out out of the
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it wasn't her. I'm sure she has a lot less liberty than we think.
1: Snow White is the original feature full-length movie for Disney.
2: Oh, I didn't know
1: that. Yeah, and Hmm. now it's Snow White and... Magical Creatures. Magical Creatures. Oh,
0: really? So, I mean, we could watch it and it could be like, Maybe it's just the way Rachel is talking about it. Maybe Maybe. we could watch it. Well, she says she's not
1: going to be saved by the prince. How the fuck is she going to wake up?
0: No, that's Sleeping Beauty. No, No. Snow White is woken up by a kiss. kiss. Wait, what? She's like, she takes a bite of the apple. She looks like Sleeping Beauty. Who takes a bite of the apple? No, Sleeping Beauty pricks her finger.
1: I know it's complicated, but. So
0: Sleeping Beauty pricks her finger and falls asleep. Snow and White
1: then, eats a bite out of the poisonous apple, also falls asleep. Well, Snow White's kind of dead. Yeah. she like comes. No,
0: she's literally she's in a literally coffin. dead. It's like, basically it's a Jesus glass Christ coffin. <laughs> she
1: is. She turns yeah. in, into Jesus.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: well, wow. Jesus doesn't get kissed by a fair maiden and wake up. That's So true. I guess it'll be kind of like that. We're just gonna roll the stone. I how she wakes up then?
1: Ambition. <laughs> drive it'll, like mm-hmm. her just drive. <laughs> She'll just pop up and she just be like, I wasn't ready. You I know? wasn't
3: ready, but now. She I gets know. a call that she's on Forbes 30 under 30, and yes!
1: she just like comes out. Like the, the matriarchy will wake her up. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
4: Imagine in the movie she sees the apple and she's like, I'm not hungry. Just throws it away. Yeah, I don't <laughs> need to eat. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't fall yeah. asleep. A yeah.
2: retelling of Adam and Eve. That's really what they're doing. Oh. Where Eve doesn't eat the apple. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Okay, now I see what they're on to.
0: It, I believe in this movie. Is there an Maybe. Adam and Eve? No, this might be a really stupid thing to say. Is there an Adam and Eve movie? I
1: wouldn't be surprised. There. I don't know. There has to be. Is yeah. there?
0: Yeah. This.
3: I mean, we got a variety of options that are pulling up here between ones that look like something you'd wear to a frat party as a costume oh. and one entitled the sin that oh, looks a very lot.
1: we need serious. it serious i think oh, it's called the forbidden fruit we need a good <laughs> adam and <are>. eve movie <laughs> yeah like a adam... live-action adam and eve yeah what
0: yeah. about this one <laughs> national well, something lampoons. modern the sin of adam and eve that mm. that looks that looks um this one looks rauchy. serious oh mm-hmm. this one
3: and this oh my
1: god we do have a lot of options they're on
0: Tubi. wow Okay, well, that's... We that need a bad. modern one, though. I need, we need a modern... Yeah, modern... Um, a Wait, new idea.
1: is that Adam and Eve meet cannibals?
0: Oh, yeah. Adam and Eve meet the cannibals. But 1984. But they're the only per-
3: people alive. Yeah, I thought they
1: right? were the... So, that's the plot. They were the first non-cannibals?
3: God banishes Adam and Eve from the Garden of Eden because Eve decides to eat a forbidden fruit. The disgraced couple finds themselves fighting other humans, including the cannibalistic...
2: Kuza man? Wow. That's not historically <laughs> accurate. Wow. That's not historically accurate. Yeah, they Ooh, they needed to have a 10. Oh, uh, yeah. I,
1: I wouldn't watch that. Well, I don't know if Adam and Eve is historically accurate either. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Not trigger warning. Sorry. True.
2: No, I true. <laughs> trigger warning.
1: True.
4: Uh... It's a creative interpretation of the text is based on. Yeah.
3: Although, I heard that they actually did an experiment of like if you took a rib out of someone. Like in a lab, could you use the cells from someone to clone them to like make another human being?
0: I... Well, they're getting very close to that. This is so, what I'm hearing. Maybe. Have you wow. seen? There's a documentary about a a Korean scientist that is um, cloning. I think French bulldogs. This was just a clip that I saw, and I started to watch it, and I think I got um, distracted. But I think it's on Netflix or something like that. Yeah, all about cloning. I can't remember what it's called. Really insightful. Yeah. Scary stuff. Yeah. That is scary. Yeah. Do you, do you, know you what think else? the
1: world could use another Emma? Like, would you?
0: Um. Well, I have a twin. Did you know that? <gasps> yes. An I identical twin? twin? And she's so much better than me in every single way. Can
1: we bring up Emma's twin? Yeah. Emma Slater twin, Google?
0: Her name is Kelly. She's not identical. You're Kelly gonna... Slater. Kelly Slater. Is that, yeah.
1: Like, why does that sound like. The surfer. Right?
0: Look, there we are. That's, I mean,
1: no surprise. Beautiful.
0: She is beautiful. We don't. We're not identical. She is beautiful. What is she
1: up to these days?
0: Oh, she's living in England. Okay. She's a seamstress. She's living in England. She's
1: a seamstress. Yeah,
0: That's such a cool job. Why does seamstress yeah, it sounds so and old like fashioned working and cool? In a flower shop. She loves it. Iconic. She's like a
1: traditional woman. Is she like making? What is she making?
0: She does really well with making. She makes corsets. She makes everything. But she she worked a a long time in like bridal couture. And she makes the dresses and I mean like Whoa. high end stuff like red carpet, very expensive bridal wear. She's really good at the I I think she's really good at the corset part, like the boning and everything. She does all of that.
1: Was she ever a dancer like yourself?
0: She did for a year. And I remember we used to have like matching skirts and we did like a little jive section together and she was good. She just didn't. L- I love it as much as I did. And so she kind of stopped about a year into it. But she's great. Literally the funniest. We laugh at the same things and people around us just do not get it. It's like that kind of twin sure. friendship. Um, and it's
1: like you look so similar, clearly not identical, but also like... Do we? I mean, in that picture I'm looking at, you look very similar.
0: Yeah. Gosh, that it, was You guys look ago. like
1: almost identical twins. But yeah. I'm assuming, did, did some people think... Like I grew up with friends that were twins. They weren't identical, but they were also like, <laughs> so fucking similar that most people thought they were identical, but technically they weren't.
0: Nobody thought that we were okay. identical because also when I was in school, I had brunette hair because that's my natural color. So we looked she's completely a different. And she, well, it, it, yeah, she's naturally lighter and she took to more of the blonde. So in school, she was blonde and I was brunette. And I have brown eyes and she has blue eyes. So we look completely different. Also, she was just like really popular. Like everybody wanted to be with her. And I was kind of like, I guess, funny. So, but I was more popular. <laughs> popular. Based. I was,
1: I guess, funny.
0: Funny. I had to just like kind of roll with it. So <laughs> I was popular. Some guy told me once, oh, you're only popular because you're Kelly's sister. Oh. And I remember that. It's the things that oh hurt God. that you remember. So I, I don't even remember who the guy was. Have
1: you overcome this? Like, I
0: don't know, Nick. I, it's going to take a lot of therapy. But yeah, I, I, I've i overcome that because you get into TV and then people say much meaner stuff to you. That is true. Uh, than that. So, yeah. you got to have I, When skin. I was
1: first on TV, I was like, my nose is fucked up. Stop. Like, wow. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, you don't you pick yourself apart when you watch yourself well, on TV? Well, it's not you,
1: but yeah, you're just like. Your nose
0: is not fucked up, by the
1: way. N- no, thank you. But yes, the internet will uh, enlighten you. Yeah. On some of your. Yeah. You know, yeah, perceived shortcomings. Oh, absolutely. They're like,
0: <laughs> yeah, wow. Oh. And out of all of the comments, they could all be like, lovely, lovely, lovely. But if there's one person sure. that's like, she doesn't finish her dance moves, her hair's really rat's taily, or I
2: don't like her voice, it's annoying. I, that's what I will hold on
0: I've to.
1: all that.
2: They say that last one. I mean, that's just wrong. Um, your voice, you have an amazing accent yeah. and voice. I, yeah, I have had that, but thank you. That's, that's really insane. sweet. Yeah, the th- other ones,
0: sure.
1: Yeah. Wait, just sure. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. definitely yeah. don't finish yeah. your dances. I do like, yeah. No, obviously. I don't. I'm like, God. What does I need that even be mean? That. Yeah.
0: What does that mean? Well, I know what it, I feel like. I know what it means. Um, it, it just I'm not. I don't know. I, I I can see when I watch, I'm like, oh, they think that I just didn't finish that arm. So when you finish your arm, Nick, you know, you go all the way to the end with lots of energy, maybe a couple of times. Right, N- Nick learned some, that. You got Nick some asshole
1: that. who took one ballroom class on the internet <laughs> critiquing your arms. And...
0: But it's funny.
1: Like, yeah. you you know,
0: you see it. And then I start thinking, oh, you know, I didn't do that right. Or maybe my voice is a bit weird. And it is weird. I get it. But it's a lovely voice. Thank you. That's really sweet.
1: But
2: Tash.
0: British. <laughs> British. Does, does your
2: sister sound the same as you? She sounds,
0: yes, very similar. Yeah. I would say even more British.
2: Oh.
1: Yeah. I have never dated someone with an accent. I imagine it would be wonderful until you got into a fight with them. And then you would <gasps> get annoyed, I think.
0: Uh, the accent? Yeah. I feel like no. you were
1: being yelled at by someone with a different accent than you and being, like, criticized in a relationship, like, you never... Like I'd be like, <laughs> you know, like no, you know, is that like, your it attempt would...
2: at the accent?
1: Yeah, no. Yeah, give no. us a British accent, no, okay. Nick.
0: Say my name is Nick, and you're listening to Hello. Fox. I'm from
2: London.
1: Honestly,
0: I will say when um British people are drunk or angry or excited, I think you get the best version of their accent. So. You might be you might be no. more impressed if you're in an argument oh. with a British person, I'm not saying me, but you might actually find yourself either laughing it's or not, being impressed. It's
1: not that it wouldn't be impressive. It's just that if you were in a fight, it becomes something that you can just choose to get mad at, you know? Oh, yeah, sure. Like, you're just like...
0: Like, mockery? I hate,
1: I hate your voice, or just, you know, it's just like...
2: <laughs> you sound <laughs> ridiculous.
0: Yes. Like, yes. You
1: sound
2: like a Love Islander. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, yeah. no,
1: it'd be like uh, Stassi on Vanderpump season one. And when she's like, you would just be like, what are you saying? Sp-
2: Spooled. Spool. Oh, like, spoiled.
0: Yeah, so you'd be like,
1: I can't understand your British accent or when oh, you would really? say something. What is a word that you say that a lot of Americans can't understand?
0: Water. What? I'd be like, water? water? Water, do you want some water? <laughs> like. Every time I order a water, a water. Um, the person that I'm with, it, they, they never get it first, but like the the person that's serving me will always ask me to repeat what I said. And then the person I'm with will usually, whoever that is, will normally just say it in, a, in an hmm. American accent. Can
1: you say oil? Oil. Okay.
0: Yeah. Aluminum. Well, uh, aluminium. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <gasps> aluminium. <laughs> aluminium. Well, people from the South say oh. all.
0: Oil. The South, it, hate, like.
1: Like if you're from the South, like Alabama, they say, they, they don't say oil. They say oil. Oh. All? Literally. Like they swallow it. All. Yeah. All. Ask, if you ever meet Natalie, you can ask her to say <gasps> oil.
0: Where is she from? Alabama. That's really nice. Oh. Wow. Oh. oh, I could listen to that accent.
1: Oh. Oh.
4: Lawyer's also a fun one for the South. Lawyer? Oh. They say like layer. Like- Lawyer.
1: Lawyer. Lawyer. Really? Liar. They just like, they don't finish. Liar. Speaking. True. They just like speaking start a word. Your and they just like swallow the words. Oh. oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brook Linen is the internet's favorite sheets. And while there's no such thing as the perfect sleep. There is the Idea Fabric for every kind of sleeper, and you are going to get it with Brooklinen. You know that we have been huge fans of Brooklinen on this show. I've been a Brooklinen customer for, I don't know, four or five years now. I have everything you could possibly want for Brooklinen, whether it's their sheets, their duvet covers, their all-season comforters, their robes, their uh, loungewear. It's all fantastic. It's all insanely soft and incredibly affordable. It's shocking how little you have to pay for Brooklyn and given the quality of the products. They have over a hundred five star reviews and counting from their customers. So it's not just me who thinks their stuff is truly incredible. Over a hundred thousand other people have taken the time to let you know just how much they love their Brooklyn and Brooklyn is the perfect way to build your own indoor oasis to escape the heat. Go to Brooklyn.com to check out all the amazing product that Brooklyn has to offer. Everything that they sell you is just going to make you kind of feel good just because it's all about just relaxing and comfort and, just being your best self. It's soft. It's incredible. I call Brooklyn in the eighth winner of the world. So if you're looking for new towels, new robes, new sheets, go to brooklinen.com. You will not regret it. Shop in-store or online at brooklinen.com today. To give yourself the luxurious sleep you deserve this summer, use promo code VIALL for $20 off your online purchase of $100 or more, plus free shipping on brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code VIALL for $20 off plus free shipping. Again, brooklyn.com. Promo code VIALL for $20 off plus free shipping. This episode is brought to you by IQ Bar. Get 20% off every IQ Bar product. Plus free shipping when you text files, F-I-L-E-S, to 64000. We certainly know that Amanda is just touring the great continent and country of Australia while munching on a bunch of IQ bars. Uh, I think she might be IQ bar's number one customer, but everyone here in this household are big fans of IQ bar. You don't know, want to know why? Because first and foremost, they are delicioso. They taste good. Uh, my favorite being peanut butter chip. But they also have an, uh, other amazing flavors like banana nut, toasted co- uh, coconut chip, almond Peanut butter chip.
3: I had a lemon blueberry yesterday. Ooh, lemon blueberry. I was like, it was Ooh. a Sunday afternoon. I'd had lunch. I wasn't ready for dinner yet. I was reading a book for my upcoming book club. And I was like, you know what? I want to feel satisfied. I want to feel like I'm putting good ingredients in my body. So I went over to my pantry and I just put my hand in. And I pulled one out.
1: I- and it's good for you. So many of those so-called healthy snacks and bars are just filled with a bunch of not-so-healthy ingredients packed with sugar, but not IQ Bar. IQ Bar is a perfect go-to snack or go-to breakfast pre- or post-workout snack without the crash that often comes with eating something crappy. It's packed with plant protein for strong muscles, prebiotic fiber for a healthy gut, and healthy fats for clean, crash-free energy. Uh, Six key nutrients shown to support cognitive energy, performance and health. No more midday slump. IQ bar is a delicious crash-free breakfast or afternoon snack that will help you win your day. So, right now get 20% off all IQ bar products plus free shipping. To get your 20% off, just text FILES, that's F-I-L-E-S to 64000 to get your discount. Again, text FILES, F-I-L-E-S to 64000. That's FILES to 64000. Message and data rates may apply. See terms for detail.
2: Emma, I was thinking more about this man that you're looking for, tall, blonde, British, blue eyes. And it kind of sounds like Joe Alwyn. Who's <laughs> that? Back on the market. <laughs> should Taylor Swift yeah. We should set you up with yeah. oh, really? Strzeg- oh, my God. Oh, really? wow that's I, that, that does sound I, like her type. I really type. want them to get back together. I heard
3: they are. I, I'm, I'm <gasps> a little bit delusional. Right Taylor and- Someone said that after five months of them not being together,
2: that... They rumor I've, has I've it seen that the back rumors together. too. And she's Did she follow him back? She doesn't follow anyone on Instagram.
1: Well, did her friends follow him back? Because didn't she have her friends unfollow no, Joel?
2: Do you want to like, oh. date Do you wanna date Joe? I'm
0: yeah. not Oh, she's he's like, oh a, he's
2: <laughs> lovely. He's so
1: much lovely about
2: him. I
0: like him in that picture.
1: Like, yeah, he's not what you. I had
0: in mind. Oh wow, he that's looks, a long time ago. Is that him? I was gonna say he looks like a baby. I know yes. he does look like no, a boy. He does have in that a baby face. He also sings about that a lot. He's actually not my type. Like, just so you know, oh, like, he's lovely there. He's actually like my type is not blonde with the blue eyes and tall. I just for some reason just have You're just, like you don't need this, need to mix this craving
2: it up. vision.
1: You got yeah, he <laughs> has a craving.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but well, we'll work on it. I'll keep. I'll keep yeah. thinking because I want him to get back together with Taylor anyway. I heard they seem
1: like a nice couple. Yeah, they're yeah. a nice couple. Yeah. She's ha- she's Dad, killing it right now. She
0: is threatened Did yeah. you go to the tour? I didn't, but and I'm not even a Swifty, but I think I might be now. Like it just through just social interactions on the internet. I think I just I should have gone to the Eras Tour and I missed it.
1: Well, you still can It's not over. And it, it's going international, not, not in LA, but Oh.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. It's uh where how to many more UK. how many more uh like domestic she's shows coming
2: back just for just three more. Just
1: three more. And where then- are they?
2: Miami, yeah, New like Orleans, southern. and Indianapolis, I yeah. think. Yeah. So she's for the most part like kind of almost done. And then she's been doing like spot dates, right? Well, now she has her uh, like international leg. Oh, 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 yeah, oh, oh. yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah go to an international place.
1: What else we got going on, Genevieve?
2: Speaking of, uh, you know, Snow White fairy tales, a fairy tale that I think should come true. Is kids having money and getting what they are? To <gasps> this oh. is what Nick's been talking. Talk, yes, I've been Nick's talking been about this for a long and, time, and I don't. I don't think it was spurred because it happened to uh close together. But you know, we were just talking about the um the little Lil K, Tay situation last week. The death hoax. Did you see that? No, this, where have I been? The child
3: rapper. influencer. It was posted on her account that both she and her brother had passed away, and then it came out that it was a hoax.
0: Oh, I saw the first thing. I didn't know it was a hoax. A day before
3: this all came out, she changed the little bio on her YouTube channel to help me. Like the whole thing is like really crazy. Like we're like hoping that authorities are getting involved because I'm worried. Oh, it
0: has to. Yeah, I know. She's a minor. So she had changed the bio on her YouTube channel, Help Me. Mm -hmm. How many people, like how many people subscribe to her channel?
4: I mean, the thing is, is like she was nine when she was peak popularity. Now she's 14. So people don't know
0: who's manages
4: her accounts, like what's happening, like it's an
1: uncomfortable situation. Oh, still hope, help I, me. I hope <gasps> I hope the authorities honestly are getting involved. How it many sounds-
3: subscribers? About two hundred and thirty thousand subscribers.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Help me. That yeah. is harrowing the way that's written with a just nothing else full stop at the end.
2: <gasps> but it's sad because obviously she was so young that she wasn't like videotaping herself and posting these videos. Yeah. You know, her parents were encouraging this and then they realized they could monetize it and then they were encouraging it more. I'm sure she was getting a lot of Internet hate, which is like so terrible to get at such right. a young age. Really, yeah. they didn't care that much. But you see a lot of like children nowadays, you know, parents profiting off of their children on social media. Um, and so next year, child influencers can sue if earnings aren't set aside for them. So, their parents. I think that's. And
1: that's amazing. A in no, no, I think
2: that yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's
1: Absolutely. fair. Absolutely. Because if,
0: if something like this is happening, like I'm really invested now in what's going on there because that is like
1: horrible to see. It's weird because it's like it's appropriate and fair. Unfort I just the internet is such a terrible thing. <laughs> it's just rooting society because this needs to have happened because there are so many, I think unfortunately, kids I think in some cases you could argue it's abuse and Parents not thinking of, of what's best for their kids. Mm-hmm. And in some of these cases, you could have parents or families just like scraping by. And then all of a sudden, they find out their kid is a cash cow and they try to justify it because it's like helping feed the family. But these conditions or kids being forced to do all this sucks. But unfortunately, this will also create other problems where this will be used in situations where it shouldn't be used right cuz anyone can sue anyone for anything so to speak now and now uh, what well, i've been saying it's not the necessarily the influencers but like think about all the parents out there who are just posting their kids mm-hmm. having fun everyone's having a good time and then you know fast forward some drama happens a family where some 17 year old kid or 16 if they want to and had a falling out with mom and dad could just go back and sue their parents because not because they made money or that they were influencers but like that's still like their intellectual property right you know like hey mom you didn't have my permission to post my me singing happy birthday and having what i now deem as an embarrassment embarrassing moment at 9 you didn't have my permission to post that we don't know how we're going to respond to how we've been acting on the internet 10 years from now, 10, 15 years from now, we all just got this tool. We started using it. And I think we're fully unaware of like what the consequences are going to be. Imagine any politician running for office 20 years from now, growing up on social media, being a teenager on social media, right? you know, all the crazy shit that you just don't think about, you know? I mean, if I were a teenager with social media, I, would, I like to think I was a pretty fucking good kid. I was a rule follower, you know? But, like, you just, you do stupid shit, you right. know? And that is, as they say, the internet is written in ink, not pencil. Right. And it's there forever. And parents, you know, want to post about their kids and have fun with their kids and do all these things. And in most cases, I think it's going to be just fine. But you're creating a situation now where parent, like, Kids can now sue their parents, and in a lot of cases, it's protecting some very innocent and kids who are being taken advantage of. In other cases, I think it's going to create a lot of like family drama and like weird situations. I don't know. It's it's going to be wild. I don't know.
0: Ah, I see that. I see. I think though, um what you were saying about set aside funds, like if a parent has made money from from kids, their yeah. kids, maybe that is a good rule to have, but. You know, i still probably when I have kids, like, I'm going to keep some things private, but I, I'm probably still going to want to post pictures of us all together, like having well, that's fun. That's the
1: thing, too. Yeah. Like, you know, Nally and I, we're pregnant now. We, you guys asked us last week, how do we want to, like, what's the decision to, like, do we share our kid's face? and right. Things like that or pr- protect their anonymity. And, like, we don't really know the answer to that, but, yeah. like. Just to think you do have to think about those things, even if you're not in the public eye. That's kind of my point is that everyone is going to have to start thinking about this, because I think this is an example of how society is adjusting to social media and going back and saying, wait, what are we doing? We haven't been protecting these kids for the past 15, 20 years. Yeah. But like that's this is a reaction to. You know society, and I think this is just going to only evolve in terms of the you know, proper etiquette of posting, posting kids, posting your own kids. Who has the right to do that? Who owns that intellectual IP? Is it the kids? Is it the parents? It's kind of a wild, you know, uh, insight to I think the future.
0: Yeah, I I don't know about social media. I think there's so much trouble that it causes. It's Sometimes when you have those breaks where it's just a week off, don't you find that you're really happy and that gives you so much peace? That oh, to yeah. me is amazing.
1: Yeah. It's good.
0: Yeah, I I I'm like it so
2: grateful that I have a younger sister who's five years younger. And so like the way that we grew up with social media is so different. And I just feel like I cannot feel more grateful that I grew up in a time where like we had iPod touches and like that was uh, yeah, you know, such a rarity and like yeah. a flip phone. And it took like 10 years to text someone. So half the time you were like, oh, right. Call them, I can't do this.
1: I want to figure out how to keep social media away from my kid as long as possible. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, you're basically having these apps raise your kids. Mm -hmm. You know, these algorithms are raising your kids. Right. You know, how do you teach your kid your values and principles when they go on the internet and have access to all these opinions and all these thoughts and like, if your kid's on a phone constantly scrolling through TikTok, you're not mm-hmm. raising your kid, mm-hmm. TikTok is. Mm-hmm. It's just that simple.
0: That's true. You know? Mm-hmm.
1: And it, that's fucking terrifying out right. there. That sit there and try to think, I'm going to teach my kid this, and I want to teach them these values. Good luck if they're on their phone right. constantly scrolling through TikTok and learning about God knows what.
0: Right. You know? It's crazy and to me. And
1: everyone, you know, that, that the social experiment, that documentary on Netflix, every person who's ever created something on social media doesn't let their kids go on social media. Really? Yeah. And they're all i at, watched
0: you know, that. Yeah. The documentary. Yeah, yeah. And they
1: were just like, do your kids have phones or access to the internet? They're like, fuck no.
0: Oh, wow. It's, it's just, because they see the studies about what happens to the brain. When you grow up with that or when you spend an hour doing
2: that versus an hour of walking outside. Something else that's been on the internet that we've been covering a lot is Kevin Costner's divorce. I'm so invested. I swear to God, we have we have an update. I don't even follow this man's career, but I have been following <laughs> this man's divorce. When he gets
1: divorced, it's always a big deal.
2: Yes. There's been something new every single week, and this might not. Is seem... she still
1: living in the pool house?
2: I think Is so. Is she still in Hawaii with his friend? <laughs> no, no, no. She she left Hawaii. <laughs> okay. And then she, remember, she moved into his guest house. Yeah. No, no, no. Not a guest She hired house.
1: movers to, like.
2: Move into the house where they're, like.
1: The staff. Would staff
2: live. lives in. She displaced the staff of their house so that And she now could she's there. in the, she's in the pool house?
1: Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think it's a big pool house. Yeah, I like the guest house. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> probably. Yeah. yeah. If you have um, a pool house, it's probably yeah. nice. <laughs> <laughs> but the headline of this new development about this, and, and this might not seem like a big deal, but just wait for it, is Kevin Costner goes for solo drive in new Land Rover <laughs> amid contentious Divorce, and the first sentence of the article is: "Kevin Costner is flaunting his wealth amid his costly divorce."
1: That's the thing. The news is all headlines these days. It all all that matters is a headline. People don't read articles. It's a the our news cycle is just headlines. Right? It doesn't even matter. Usually, the headline doesn't even match the article. It's just clickbait.
2: This one doesn't. And I'm really glad I read that. I read this article because then it says the Oscar winner's lawyers filed new legal documents this week asking if the handbag designer comprehended what she signed. And then, quote, Christine asserts she cannot admit or deny that she understood the premarital agreement because she and apparently all of her attorneys do not understand the word understand. And so they came back to Kevin's lawyers and they were like, well, what does the word understand mean? And his lawyers sent back, like, the dictionary.
1: The lawyers are making yes. so much money.
2: Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, but Arguing it's not over the really... World. It's not really, Um. obviously, like, she understands what the word understand means, but it's more like how they meant it, right? In that language, I'm assuming, is what she's talking about. I just
3: would love to be, like, a partner at one of their law firms and, like, go up to all the associates in their cubicles and be like, someone get me the definition of understand <laughs> now.
2: Like,
1: no. But how... <laughs>
2: <laughs> I feel like there must be like a divorce going on between the divorce attorneys too because now they're just like being cheeky with each other. Oh, this is the ridiculous. The fact that they did it like that they were like, "Well, you can tell, lawyer Marine." Also
1: like <laughs> is a as a defender Land Rover super nice and expensive car, but as far as a celebrity go, I wouldn't say that's how they would flaunt their wealth.
0: I think that that's a that's a massive clickbait. Yeah, because I mean, it doesn't look brand new. I mean I don't know. A little dirty if I'm being honest, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say he's flaunting, would (laughs) Mm. you? Well they said a luxe white vehicle. Ooh, luxe. They think it's a fancy car. It is, is. it's a beautiful car. I actually want one. I want one really bad. Hmm. But uh, and and I think it is it's not it's not cheap, it's very pricey. But like I would be more shocked, I think, if I mean that's kind of what I expected him to be in. I wouldn't say it's like not Kevin Costner. I would be more shocked if he was in like a beat up Subaru or minivan. Yeah, <laughs> Subaru's great, but like you know, just because he's Kevin Costner, I just I think yeah. that would be more shocking to me. Needs a wash though. Team Kev. Team, Team Kev. Kev. Team Kev. Yeah, tough to get a white car. In general. Yeah, I know. I would love a white car. I think they look so nice. But... Are,
1: are you a Harry Styles fan?
2: Um, yeah, I am.
0: I me really too. like his I'm music. A big
1: Harry Styles fan. You know who isn't a Harry Styles fan? Who? Billy Porter. Why?
2: I don't know if it's if it's not that he's not a Harry Styles fan. So Harry Styles was on the cover of Vogue. He's been on the cover many times. And he's usually in kind of a more feminine outfit. Uh-huh. Um, or dress. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Which has, you know, been criticized by many. Someone like Billy Porter is saying that, you know, Harry Styles is white. He's
1: like that headline. Damn.
2: Yeah. He, wow. He's, he's incredibly famous and protected. And something like this isn't like a risk for him as it would be for someone else.
1: Are you talking about Harry or Billy? Yeah,
2: for Harry. For Harry. Because he's, you know, he's white. As he's attractive. Like celebrated he's, wealthy, white he's celebrated white man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, it kind of sometimes comes across that Harry is like doing this for... Clout. Yeah.
1: But isn't that a very dangerous suggestion? Because how do we even know about like what... Harry Styles does behind closed doors or his sexuality I think hasn't he been fairly non-committal to like what his preferences are
2: yes but that's kind of the point that he hasn't really said and so to some it can seem like he's profiting off of this while also maybe not even being part of that community
1: to me this just looks like a long way of Billy Porter saying it should have been me on the cover
2: I don't know. I
0: feel like Harry Styles definitely has a right to, maybe I'm wrong, but a right to not talk about the things, his sexuality, if he doesn't want to talk about Mm it. Do you know what I mean? Like if you don't, I don't think he, I don't think he necessarily needs, and maybe he doesn't know. So, so I don't think he necessarily needs to announce that for everyone. And I, I know people feel entitled to like an answer, but like, What if he just wants to make music and just be this really great, awesome guy, which I've heard he's lovely. And
1: also feel comfortable, you know, wearing more feminine stuff. I think he
0: looks great.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Because they always talk about gender and sexuality being a spectrum. Um, As a straight heterosexual man myself, I have, I think, feminine feminine characteristics and, and I enjoy what are often perceived as more feminine things rather than the more masculine activities. And maybe that's where Harry falls where it's just like, maybe it's just me feeling more comfortable, you know, expressing himself through what are perceived to be, you know, socially more feminine things. Like maybe fucking likes wearing dresses or like, maybe you know, or wearing more feminine clothes. I don't know. And maybe that's where he falls on this what people call a spectrum when it comes to what is masculine or feminine, or what is more appropriate for women or men, and maybe it doesn't have to do with like who he's getting in bed with, so to speak, but it has to do with more his comfort level, how he expresses himself. Right. Who did Harry hurt by being the first male on the cover of Vogue? I I felt like he did a lot of good, and 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 it's not going to please everyone. Sure, I and mean, it doesn't please Billy Porter, but. I feel like he would have been fine if, if he was just on the cover. I think, just Bi- Billy, I think Porter- Billy just wants to be on the cover. He probably <laughs> wants to be on the cover, yeah. yeah. And he's just going after Anne. Like, read this headline.
3: Oh, it says, Billy Porter slams Harry Styles' Vogue cover again, calls Anna Wintour a bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't bam! think that's um, a good
0: way for him to... Oh, he said he's apologizing. After previously apologizing for his initial comments, he oh, went back. He, <laughs> he then yeah. went back and said that. Yeah. Oh.
2: Yeah. I love Harry's outfits. I know. Yeah, so I mean, now that the I Love just, on Tour is over. Someone did like all of the outfits that he wore really? during the two years. Ugh.
1: Yeah, we love you, Harry.
2: He's the type of person that I put on like Spotify first thing in the morning. Is Harry
0: like as it was is still a banger. Yeah. Like it's I put good. that on straight getting the shower and I'm listening to that and it's like oh it's so good. A I'm banger. hopeful
2: for new music now that the tour is over. Yeah. And I'm hopeful for songs that I don't know. Bash Olivia. Oh. Oh really? Ooh, hot
1: take, Genevieve. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a hot take.
1: To want songs I, that bash I just need Olivia.
2: More information on the relationship. I don't understand. I thought it was a PR stunt the entire time, Did and now you? I'm starting to doubt that because it was so long. And then he got the tattoo. I don't think that was a PR
0: stunt. I don't know I why. Guess not. I think I, I don't guess think not. that was a PR stunt. I, I just get that impression that that was like totally real. I um. We'll just never know.
1: I think some relationships in the public eye. Like most things, I think things aren't often mutually exclusive. I think two things can be true at the same time. Mm-hmm. I think you can have relationships that start in the public eye where if the people are being honest, which they've rarely ever are, mm-hmm. I love, you know, a little teaser to men tell all. I'm I'm just a huge Braden fan at this point because like Me he does too. he does keep it real and I loved what he was talking about when he was just articulating when he was making that point it was just like you guys editing yourselves by not swearing is an example of you guys not being your true selves and I just like decided to be my truest self yeah as we always talked about on the show if you are your truest of self the people who are truly are the truest of selves and and they're usually in a household. Of people who are afraid to be their truest selves, they they are afraid of being disliked. They're afraid of not being in their best behavior. And so, what happens when you have people like Braden? They basically give the editors just all the yeah. juice and ammunition to like carve out whatever edit they want and like take their sarcasm and turn it into something that's portrayed as evil or disingenuous. Meanwhile, the people who are often disingenuous are praised for being unproblematic and gentlemen and bullshit like that
0: case in point at the end when all of that came out about the you know the guys putting that that those initials at the end of their tweet, oh, yeah. Yeah. and Brayden was the only person that actually said something to him I had so much respect for him at that point but yeah getting they got back, mad at him they were like why
2: did you have to say something yeah what? What, that
0: one person that was like well it wouldn't be a thing if <clears throat> hadn't said it and I'm like hang on <laughs> wait what yeah you, that was Xavier had- yeah I, know it was, I thought
1: Xavier I really liked him overall but that was more like xavier you're basically promoting being dishonest and shady yeah. and and saying well if you didn't know it wouldn't have hurt you that mentality is what people that that's Who a cheater's mentality yeah, which right. is i didn't want to tell you because i didn't want to hurt your feelings and if right. i didn't you know it, as if like that's who you're protecting right that was an l for xavier great fell
2: from grace a little bit yeah. yes yeah. what Grated were we talking his... about
1: before we before we brought this up Harris and Harry... olivia Wilde. yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah uh bullshit relationships and so what i mean by that is i think you know i think like anything when you meet someone and you're kind of going through pros and cons of like should i like give this a shot yeah I, you know and i think you can still have an attraction for someone like them think they're cool yeah and funny in the back of your mind, realize it like, well, it's also like, wouldn't feel like fucking like bad for my brand and shit? And like, right. so I think it could be both. I think there's a lot of relationships that start in Bachelor Nation like that, that start in, you know, just a general in public eye. Like in rom-coms. movies, And I think yeah. they can, yeah. there can actually be a genuine interest and a- Mutually
0: uh, beneficial.
1: Yeah. Kind of, pu- you know, public thing. So right. I think that Harry and Olivia could have been both where they actually- you you to that point you don't date that long and just fake it the whole time, right? No, but at the same time, you know, for example, a lot of bachelor relationships. Every bachelor relationship that ever ends publicly ended f- three or four months.
0: Before. Before,
1: right? And there's always a fear of coming out. There's a pressure. You know, sometimes there's afraid of like, sometimes couples will stick together because like they booked like a fucking campaign or a deal Mm. and they're like, we got to fucking like ride this out. And so they will stay together publicly, cash in their chips and then break up, which people can criticize that all they want. But like, who? I don't know. It's it's sometimes hard to truly be honest with yourself. Right. And I, I just think it can be both for press and also in a lot of cases genuine and real and i think those can often overlap and and cloud the picture
0: i agree i think it's not it's not like a clean thing when you're having a relationship that's also in the public eye so different to the just having like a you know a regular relationship that doesn't have people having an opinion every two cents i think it, it would
2: be so much less pressure to have a relationship outside of that yeah i also wonder if they you know we're seeing all the comments like this is a pr relationship or are just hating them together they were like well fuck you we're gonna stay together two fucking years
1: could be that too we're yeah. gonna get oh, a fucking tattoo do you think?
2: Yeah. i'm also just jealous it could be Cause I well him. that's the thing
1: harry unfortunately for harry and i don't i think it's different for women i think because i did i don't feel like as many people hated joe joel Sorry. Joe. Joel. Joe. Is it Joe?
2: Who's yes. Joel? Who, is who are we talking
1: I about? I don't know. Exactly. Who Joe. are we talking about? I thought it was Irwin.
3: Alwyn. <laughs> Alwyn.
1: Whatever the fuck. Taylor's boyfriend. Taylor's <laughs> Joe. boyfriend.
3: Joe
0: Alwyn. His evil twin. Joe right.
1: Alwyn, is it? Joe yeah. Alwyn. Okay. Well, anyways. I
0: literally didn't know who we were talking <laughs> yeah. about for a second. Joel Irwin, though. Somebody out there He's called He says Taylor's Irwin ex bitch. to me. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah.
1: But I he didn't get all that much hate. And I just feel like when it comes to Harry's audience is mostly women, right? Is that yes, safe no. to say?
3: Yeah. yeah I guess it yeah. I mean Genevieve literally just admitted it's because she's jealous.
1: Right. Yeah. And yeah. so no matter um, who Harry dates is unfortunately for that person it's gonna be hell.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I do not envy new, that. The girl that he's been seen with recently, I don't think it's been getting as much hate. I, I because agree Because it's that in not general, like
1: official yet, you know, because it's true. not like, really, it's all speculation. And the
2: circumstances around Olivia were also just so strange. Like she was his director. That was like kind of a weird, and then mm. there were all the rumors like she wasn't really doing her job because she was like forfeiting, directing to like hang out with him in his trailer. It, it was just all like very messy.
1: At the end un- of the day, I would say 98% of that hate and thank you for being honest, Aviv, Comes yeah. from a place of it should have been me, <laughs>
0: yeah. yes, not
1: her, yes, you know. And it's so just crazy, easy obviously. to
0: pick apart somebody and say something like, "Oh, she's neglecting her job," which is probably like really not true. I don't know, but like it's likely that she's not. She just happens to have half an hour rest. She really doesn't do anything, so she might have gone to his trailer just to hang out with. Her also,
1: who would? Who wouldn't?
0: Right? Exactly. Exactly. It's Fair. just. It's so
1: hard. I would. Right. Yeah. I-
2: Fuck the movie if Harry fucking Styles naked in a trailer. Just kidding. I mean, I'd
1: walk in. If the trailer's rocking,
0: don't come knocking. That's what they say. I would,
1: like, bring him clothes, you know?
2: (laughs) But I'd hold them behind my back for a little
1: bit. (laughs) Yeah. Neutrophil doing amazing things to the hair on your head. Women women suffer from hair loss. I know it's. Uh, we always hear about the men, but women can experience that too. Whether, maybe it's just breakage. Maybe you've been a little hard on your hair with some of the, maybe you've been dying at different colors. Maybe you've put in extensions. All of these things that I've learned uh, just through being around all you great women out there is Also that life.
3: Life, life. Life will stress. stress you out. And I'm also like us women, our bodies go through so much. So whether it's like hormone changes, menopause, all of that stuff can have an impact on not only what's inside our body, but what's outside of our body. And A lot of people, whether, again, it's pregnancy, menopause, anything that our bodies are going through, that can have a significant impact on our hair as well.
1: Millions of Americans have experienced thinning hair it's not only common but normal but among women it's not openly talked about and going through it feel can make you feel lonely and frustrated join the thousands of women that are doing something about it today with Nutrifull neutrophil is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve visible thickness and strength from postpartum to menopause and no matter your life stage Nutrifull has four unique formulas to support women each is physician formulated using drug-free science-backed ingredients to get the most reliable results. Go to Nutraful.com to take their hair health wellness quiz to identify causes of your thinning hair and Nutraful will give you a personalized plan for better hair growth through their whole body health approach. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutraful is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping. When you go to Nutraful.com and enter promo code THEVILEFILES, that's right, find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutraful for healthier hair. Nutraful, Dot com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com. Promo code The Vial Files. That's right. T-H-E-V-I-A-L-L-F-I-L-E-S. Again, that's Nutrafol.com. Promo code The Vial Files for your discount.
2: I have been opting for a capsule wardrobe lately. As I'm Long. getting older, I don't want to keep buying new clothes every year, every season. I'm kind of over like the trends and like the patterns that go in and out of style. And so I think Quince is a great place to get amazing basics that I know will last a really long time. I have this sweater from them that I wear all the time. It's like plain kind of eggshell white. It's so comfortable. And I just know it's a material that'll last me forever. I have a ton of tank tops and T-shirts from there that I know I won't have to. They literally have everything. Everything.
3: They have everything you would need for like your own self or if you're
1: traveling. Yeah, instead of wasting money in that flimsy fashion haul that so many of you are doing on the regular, as Genevieve mentioned, Quince is the spot for quiet luxury without paying luxury prices. Quince offers a range of must have items like 100% European linen under $50. Luxurious mulberry silk skirts, and of course, Italian leather bags and 14 karat gold jewelry. All their prices are 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And because Quince creates timeless classic styles that won't go out of fashion, you'll have them in your closet forever. Quince partners directly with top factories to cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to you. What's even better, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium eco-friendly fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about getting high-quality items that last longer. You got to check out Quince. Upgrade your closet this summer with Quince. Right now, go to quince.com slash V-I-A-L-L. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash V-I-A-L-L to get free shipping. And 365-day returns on your next order. That's Quince. Again, Quince.com slash V-I-A-L-L for free shipping in 365-day returns. Quince.com slash V-I-A-L-L.
2: I, I, I want to get back to Brayden, though, because I want Brayden. I think Brayden and Allie would make an incredible couple. been saying couple. this for days.
1: Brayden and Allie. <laughs> yeah. Why? I don't know. Pitch us.
2: The season started. I texted her last night and I was like, do you still <laughs> want me to be with Braden?" I was like, yeah, even more.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, last night's episode, yes, he's absolutely. A
2: yeah, we've changed our tune.
1: We're team Braden. He's yeah. the He's o- he's the only one I'm interested in getting to know and hanging out with. I still want to talk to Xavier. I find him to be overall interesting. Like For sure. obviously, yeah. You know, he took a couple Ls. I yeah. thought overall he handled himself well this episode. Mm-hmm. How much of that was his most honest self versus like this all this is what it needs to be said
2: yeah like who uses denounce in a normal sentence
1: I denounce cheating
2: I denounce cheating well it was almost oh, he that he, was prepared he, he kind of had yeah, to say definitely. that because yeah. he
1: clearly did not denounce it last week no. where it was like well listen like are we married like, is, in yeah. like in this it's gonna be in this situation like in the scenario where I'm not supposed to cheat on you like how much do we like each other (laughs) yeah you know like that was basically xavier it's just like well like we've been dating for three months two months are we engaged married like do we have kids like i don't know you know and now he's just like i denounce cheating in any form there can be
0: so many things that are like misleading in edits so like some part of me sometimes questions but there was clearly a lot of sentences that came out xavier on on their last date that i was like oh that's like not really what Charity's going to want to hear at this point. Like, it doesn't seem like he was ready. I didn't get the vibe that he was ready at all. And what I liked Brayden, I'm going to bring it back to Brayden, what I liked Brayden for was because he was like, hey, I'm not ready. And she would repeat things back to him that he said. And he's like, yeah, that's right. And because he's told her everything. So I thought my opinion was, and I didn't honestly know if this was an unpopular opinion or a popular opinion, because I didn't know how you guys felt about Brayden. I didn't actually look at other people's feelings on Braden. But when I watched the whole season... I was thinking he's the least evil villain that they've had. Don't you think? Because he I don't know, maybe I'm myself, out of I'm line. <laughs> ah! You're he's the, the least.
2: least. Yes, yes. Uh, he's misunderstood. Well, that's he how was most that's, that's how
1: most that's how they get most of their villains. It's not because their villain ever does anything serious. It's because they go against the fucking grain of the bachelor. In fact, as a, the, the house is always the bully the bachelor itself in a way like gaslights their audience into thinking they're supposed to be okay with shit. They would not normally be okay with when in the world do we ever go up to someone and like criticize them for saying things like, I don't know if I'm ready to get engaged in eight weeks.
0: Right. That's what I was thinking. That to me is okay to say if that's how you feel. And then, you know, maybe he said a little bit too much to the boys, you know, lock- locker room talk, and I, and that's that's not good, obviously. But for the most part, I thought he was pretty pretty honest. So I, ca- I caught myself thinking, did I miss something? I think the boys, just the other guys in the house, or the other guys that were there, um, didn't just really take to him being outside of the grave. No,
1: all those other guys exposed themselves as being not totally honest and not totally themselves, kind of bullies.
2: Yeah, you know yeah. that
1: whole like "fuck Pete" thing. That that's mean. so juvenile. that's that that some high bullshit. Yeah. Cool yeah. And I, to think that they're out there doing it. And Pete,
2: honestly, he should do what Ariana did with the "fuck me" in this T-shirt and make a "fuck Pete" T-shirt.
1: He should make T-shirts. People
2: now. will buy that. You should be a marketing expert. I'll email him if you're not. Yeah, yeah, and then I'll text Brayden But that is quite date.
1: honestly, that is that is more <laughs> the norm. You know, and Brayden he he revealed another kind of hidden secret of of the bachelor household which is like this idea where people const they're so fucking two-faced they will yeah. be friends to your face yeah and they'll be in your room and you'll think they're best friends my first season on Andy season I thought I was friends with everyone only to go back and watch it and like granted a couple times like like with Brayden, like I had a couple people just out of nowhere come at me, but you go out and watch it back and it wasn't out of nowhere. Yeah. But they are just like two-faced and talking shit behind your back. Every season, people will do this. They will admit off camera that they're like, oh man, like, you know how it works. It's just like, it's just a show, man. Like I just was doing, you know, they will be the ones who will blame it on the show and be like, say like, oh, I just like kind of had to do it while they're accusing the person of being there for the wrong reasons, being disingenuous, being right. fake, and and to justify their actions to that person offline, they will almost always say, "Well, man, like you just like you know how it is, like man, like yeah. I just I was just kind of doing what I was supposed to, and like you know you we're cool, right?" And right. It, that shit happens every fucking season.
0: Right, and it was kind of clear when he said, "Oh, like Tana, you when I like I like Tana." But he was like, Tana. you and I were like roommates in that. And that's like kind of interesting to hear because he probably had no idea that all this was happening. Yeah. And then also I kind of picked up on, is it John? Really nice guy, like super cute. He said, oh, I, he had Brayden's back, like from he was defending him for like the first, you know, good chunk of the season. And I thought I actually really like John and I kind of trust his character because he seemed like a very, very nice Which guy. Which one is John? John is the one you look where... You like the football player.
1: Yeah, that's Tim, who I was thinking about. yeah. Yes. Like, really, really sweet guy. But he was the one who was mad at Braden at the end because... He was
0: mad because he got interrupted, but until... And and really, I think it wasn't even a massive... Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe it was. But, like, Brayden was like, I, I thought your conversation finished. I think that was a thing. But up until then he had said on uh the mental all that oh i had your back and like and i thought oh i quite like that because i trusted for some reason i really like that guy and so i trusted his opinion
4: and i think like it's interesting cuz like imagine trying to have like that situation happens on the show you try to have let's say like a one on one conversation with braden on the bus and then you just have the whole house angry behind you
0: if you don't have the strength to to kind of remove yourself from the situation that's being put on you and if you don't have that strength to think no, that's actually not how I feel. Like, I think you should always try to defend the person that uh, needs compassion in that moment. Even if Braden's really being, you know, uh, completely disrespectful, you, you've still got to give him the time to, like, explain and to hear you. Like, there's no sense, like, shouting it out. I just don't get that.
1: I think every season of The Bachelor or Bachelorette, there is bullying that goes on, and it always comes right. from the house. And I think this social media thing where it was this F. Pete kind of thing, that mentality... The reason why these guys felt compelled to do that is because it was the same behavior that they were having on the show. And they all feel justified for it because in that world, they're being told that they're right. They're being told that they're standing up for like the sanctity of the Bachelorette. Well, because like maybe this peak guy joked about making T-shirts or whatever. These all all these guys went in there hoping they could get followers and hoping they could make money and monetize their experience. Like they are full of shit. If they're going to pin that on some other guy, again, you don't get to criticize someone for what they claim to say about social media. If you have a social media platform, right. Right. If
0: you don't. And I, if I was charity, I would be disgusted at that behavior. I would be disgusted. Like I would just think if you don't have the balls to really go, you know what? I'm not a bully. I don't do that. That's that's something that does, I, that crosses a line for I, me.
1: Weirdly, like the leads usually fall into it because it's not. I don't. It's like it's not any one person. It's just that mob mentality. Because like you know, charity kind of leaned in throughout the season of like tweeting at Braden about like, well, you know what you should have signed up for, you know, as if like Braden knew what it was going to get be like. And again, I'm not blaming any one person, but it, you know, like with Xavier, when you think about it in real life context, you know, like he didn't handle himself obviously very well in mm-hmm. that discussion and he said a lot of things that make it seem like one I just don't think Xavier is ready to get engaged period right and I'm sure he had a lot of respect for charity and I think Mm -hmm. he really cared about her but I don't think he ever really thought he was ready to get engaged to charity right you know and I think that's ultimately why he left because Xavier is clearly not stupid yeah in fact you could argue incredibly smart he knows how to talk he knows how to articulate himself and so it's just not a It's not an accident that he handled himself so poorly because I think deep down he knew this isn't my person. But at the same time, think about it. Regardless of what what we think of Xavier being unfaithful to whatever past girlfriend, like he doesn't owe anyone, including Bachelor Nation or charity, to come on that show and publicly put out his dirty laundry about maybe something that happened a year ago. Mm-hmm. That's a lot to ask for someone. Was he wrong for cheating on this person? Sure, it was. He was totally right. wrong, and I'm, I hope he learned from that lesson. Whoever right. he hurt, but like even Cherry is like, I should have. You should have told me right away. And I get where Charity's coming from. It's Charity's journey. Let's apply that to like the real life situation. Mm-hmm. Xavier is supposed to come on this show, having known Charity for two weeks, not sure how Charity feels about him compared to the rest of the other guys and then just like expose himself right. and open himself up for criticism. So listen, everyone who now meets Xavier in public, whether they knew him before or not, is going to be like, is going to know what I he did
0: know. it's really, and awful. it's a lot to like
1: put on yourself and it's a lot. So to criticize Xavier for waiting until he was sure about his feelings for Charity and before he wanted to publicly on national television, expose that self and open himself up to criticism is a lot to fucking ask anyone. Totally. You know? And so I get where charity's coming from. But at the same time, realistically, I I don't think we can sit there and criticize Xavier for yeah. not showing up on the bachelorette and be like, just so you know, I cheated on my past girlfriend and right. I've done this and I need to make sure I'm honest with charity about it. Like, it makes sense that he needed to at least wait to make sure this was someone he was you know wanted to really fight for
0: yeah i i definitely um i definitely felt for him yesterday when he was talking about i found it really difficult and i've gone into therapy and you know i just feel that um i feel like everybody deserves a bit of compassion and you could tell that that was a really hard thing for him to go through and he probably would have preferred to have not done that on national tv and just the situation that he's in where he has to i can imagine he was kind of you know you have to do this you have to do it here at this point that's really rough and so yeah
1: what do we think of Sean jumping up Sean he's so insufferable I,
0: the,
3: the peace sign wait did he do a peace he's sign he's just like I, uh, uh. like when they went around to the, all the guys and yeah they were like and Sean I swear he like held up a peace sign
0: I was a little confused when he got the rose at the end that I know that he got, did you see? He got a rose given to him From by Captain uh, Tom. Captain yeah. Tom, is that yeah. his name? Okay, so I remember that Captain Tom was, he was a good character on that New Orleans date. Uh, I liked him very God much. Bless Captain Tom. Yeah, yeah, I thought he should be a recurring role for sure. Yeah,
3: absolutely. I mean, honestly, and I just love that he's like showing up with his like camo top. Oh, I love Tom. He doesn't
2: know Charity's name. No, yeah, Chast- yeah, Chastity. Chastity. <laughs> Jesse, you've <laughs> seen charity,
1: charity. He's like,
2: yeah, 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 yeah chastity. Yeah. We're chastity. saying the same thing. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. 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 I'm really. This is going to be one of the more kind of. I hate to say it, but like, what are the stakes for the remaining hour of the season? She's not picking Joey. We know this, right? Like,
0: that's what I think. I think she's going to go Dutton. Yeah, and I it's so obviously I would, I would be heart eyes if that happened because I just love him. Yeah, holy cow, he's great his family.
1: But there's no stakes. It's just like, why are they going to make it dramatic?
0: I do think that she likes Joey very much. And, you know, it's the crying when she leaves him that makes me go, okay, so that like I can tell that she likes him. She respects Maybe, him. Do you reckon that's just it? I don't yeah. know. If, you, if you're crying, like if you're holding someone, you're crying at the end. Maybe she's crying because it's like, I, I don't want to hurt you. Maybe she ends up with him. We don't know. But to me, I was like, I feel... That she's attached to him. To Joey. I don't. You don't think so at all? But you I, fit in this, so you kinda know how that goes. My but don't understanding, you, think you could be in love with two people.
1: Me? I don't think that actually You don't no. think that she I could think be you in... can be infatuated and I think you can be attracted and I think you can have chemistry with two people. I think you can have a connection with two people. But my version of love, and that's just everyone's version of love is different, is to have one, I can't, I can't, I don't think you can be in love when you are confused or unsure about other people's feelings for you. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you can be mutually in love if you don't have a strong emotional connection and have the security of knowing that the person across the table from you knows some of your shortcomings, accepts who you are, accepts some of your faults and things like that. That's just, not possible in that environment. And I certainly don't think it's possible with multiple people. Mm-hmm. But I certainly think you can have strong feelings and infatuation and, mm-hmm. and feel a connection. With Joey, I just think I see a lot of mutual respect, you know? Yeah. And I think Joey's been brought forward to be their next Bachelor. Oh, you
0: know? I see. I see, I see. I just, how about I'm when, not seeing it. With how about two. when Dawson said... Um, that he came on the show and didn't realize it ended in proposal.
1: I believe that, yeah.
0: I believe that too. Well, because he was like laughing about it and I was like, oh, this guy is so able to just share that because he clearly feels differently now and he mm-hmm. clearly is. Um, I thought that was just like heartwarming.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, it seems like they hopefully, are gonna, you know, Dotton and Charity seem like they have a great strong foundation. And, you know, again, while... They might having have to take a leap of faith because they still will have a lot to learn about each other. Right? They seem like they have a like a good, healthy approach. And Dotten, I think in general, the success or the failure, fair or unfair, really comes down to how the winner handles it. Whether it's the Bachelor or Bachelorette, regardless of what season it is right. on, I think the winner, whoever wins, they play the biggest role on whether that relationship will have. Success, And what I mean by that is let's assume that for argument's sake, that every couple that ends, and this isn't the case, but every couple that ends and gets engaged is compatible Mm -hmm. and has a chance to make it work. Mm -hmm. But as we know, life can happen and, and, you know, things can come in between love and and maybe there was a lot of love there, but shit happened, and you weren't able to work through it. Uh, that's not the case. Usually you find out that you weren't compatible, right. and, Well, we have some interests that maybe we're just two different people. But yeah. that's the same for argument's sake. There is a lot of compatibility. It's so hard for the winner to be okay with things that they're not supposed to be okay with. The, the Bachelorette or The Bachelor, the show itself, is that thing, right? And again, you kind of have this kind of gaslit mentality where you're on Men Tell All or Women Tell All being like, hey man, like, everyone like one of the guys in the tell was just like we see charity making out with all the dudes so like you shouldn't let it bother you and it's like when you say that out loud it sounds fucking insane as yeah. if like Braden's not supposed to like have a hard time with a woman he's developing feelings with making out with a bunch of other guys but because she's making out with multiple guys that's supposed to make it easier like what and what right. fucking planet Right. Right. But because none of these guys don't actually have a connection with charity and they're kind of off the show where they're in that bubble, it's easier to say. But the winner, the winner when the show's over, they're in the real world. Right. You know, they're trying to make a real relationship work in the real world where they're they're no longer sharing the lead. They're no longer going on group dates. They no longer go on a one on one date and have to be okay with the next day that Mm -hmm. same person going out with someone else. They're trying to start a real relationship. But then they have to watch it back and they have to like watch all the time, whether real or not, or whether played up or not, that like, I imagine assuming Dotton and, and Charity are together, I would imagine if they watch it as a couple together, it's going to be very difficult to watch back her interaction with Xavier, just how Sorry, much she seemingly cared about whether he did cheat or not. Like, right. Or, or just playing it up like Xavier still being having feelings for charity and asking about it as if like they're, you know, like Jesse and he's just doing his job, but teasing the possibility. Is there still feelings there? Is there still an unspoken connection? And every time the winner... Has to like experience stuff like that. Not to mention that every season people pick teams, right? We all pick teams. Right. I'm team Xavier. I'm team Joey. I'm team Dotten. I'm team whatever the fuck. And it doesn't matter if like 60 or 70% of Bachelor Nation is team Dotten. Mm-hmm. To your point, you only hear the negative. Right. So Dotten's going to hear about how, how, how like people will make videos. There's, I'm sure there's out there videos of Joey and Charity's love story, because some super fan who identified that Joey was their favorite and loved Joey and love and maybe Charity's perceived relationship with Joey remind them of their past relationship with someone else or someone they have a crush in made this like 60 second, like the best moments of charity and Joey and put a love track behind it. And now it's floating on the internet. And imagine like Dotton being sent that on the heels of a fight, maybe with charity, because I don't know, like it's just difficult to do. And what I mean by that is so the more the winner can have grace for the lead, which is hard to yeah. do. Right. And the leads out there promoting the show and they're out there being the star of the show. And then the winner is usually often kind of alienated by their peers, right? Because they're the winner. Right. And so, and they can't really, they're not supposed to share if they want or not. So they kind of just separate themselves. Meanwhile, they say all their peers having fun, joking around, talking about going to paradise or not going to paradise, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> and they start feeling like they're on an island. And so it's just very difficult for the winner to like enjoy the experience of being in love. And I know they're not even supposed to be called the winner right? and things like that. Yeah. I
0: don't even know that, you know, when you say the winner, I'm like, wait, which one is he talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So whoever
1: wins. And so like, it's just, it's such a hard position to be in to win because you're just really put on an island and you're supposed to be, and then you're asked to be okay with so many things Mm. that you would normally not be okay with while your relationship is starting. Yeah. And so you really have to be level-headed. You have to let things roll off your sleeve. You're asked to be okay with things that you just, quite honestly, shouldn't be okay with. Like, you have to really be the bigger person. And quite honestly, Dotton seems like the type of guy who might be capable of doing all these things that is required of the quote-unquote winner to, like, get over this hurdle. Because the next six months are so hard for whatever couple ends up being together do
0: you think that the bachelor um gets couples therapy for the people for the lead and the pe- the person that won?
1: uh if, if they do it's not something they would normally do that they had they didn't do it when i was in that okay and i do believe that they have drastically improved some of the mental health that available to castmates mm-hmm. um i think they have this thing called like aftercare and i think i've mentioned this before but Being an alumni of the show, even though I'm several years removed, I'm pretty sure I could call a number and say, hey, I'm I'm struggling with my mental health as a result of my experience on reality TV. And they would.
0: They would see you. I
1: think they would set me up with a a mental health professional. Mm. That being said, I don't believe that like a couples therapist is assigned to the couple as an option for them to use if they want to use that. Okay, You know. I'd- because
0: there's a lot that you have to navigate after oh, that, yeah. to everything that you just said. You know, you you then have to then, even for, for Charity um, and for whoever is The Bachelor or Bachelorette, it, you're coming off of this show that was revolved all around you and um, having all of these guys and then navigating like a new relationship with someone that you haven't really known for that. Like that's a, just a lot of intense feelings. But I will say, I think Charity handled herself so well, probably one of the best that i've seen i just Either i tell
1: or just overall
0: i think overall i think overall charity handled herself great um i know that she uh she is she a therapist she is yeah yeah i i could see she communicated like really well i was i was impressed
1: i don't know if that's a popular opinion or not but no i think so i think overall she's i mean i've we've been very entertained but i've been entertained by her what i perceive is to be her authenticity
0: that's it. That's and what I'm impressed which, by.
1: Which I don't know if if she like likes our your our commentary, so to speak. Oh, really? Well, in the sense that like I think she hasn't always played the role of therapist. Right. I Think she's been at times "quote unquote messy." Yeah. Like, you know, it was messy for her to give Brayden the first yeah. impression rose yeah. when her brother was like literally like uh he's not your guy. That's to me charity leading with authenticity and her yeah. heart and yeah. kind of saying, this is my journey. I'm going to like dive in and into and my feelings. Yeah. And then I'll think about my choices after the fact. And maybe I'll get through these, you know, the Xavier type of like storyline. But like at times she was willing to be messy and kind of go after guys that she was drawn to, which yeah. maybe Charity, the therapist would have stepped in. Hey, Charity, i you know, kind of talking to herself. <laughs> you know, this might not <laughs> hey, look Charity. good. You know, and th- <laughs> you might get heat for this, but I think she was authentic yeah. and opened herself up for any type of criticism. Yeah. Um, I would have crumbled. Which I really enjoyed uh, watching.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I just think there's a lot of intense emotions going on there, and I just, I would not do well. So I had a lot of respect for her for like just being strong and just coping with all of that.
1: It's not an easy position to be in. Yeah.
0: Totally, either. totally not easy at all.
1: But also, like, and, and maybe, maybe her. Her choices have led to a more boring ending because she has been able to weed out um, her bad actors sooner than later. Because it would have been better for the story for Xavier to go all the way to number two. Does she pick the cheater or does she pick the safer option? Right. You know, like now that Xavier's gone, I, I don't buy a Joey connection Right. I don't see that, and if Xavier was still there, there would, would be question. this big storyline: Is Charity going to like go back to her like old habits right. of going next to someone who reminds going back to someone who reminds her of an ex? Is she going to believe Xavier? Is she going to give him the benefit of the doubt, or is she going to like choose a new path? And I, you know, we had that last week. Yeah, but now like that was like the last remaining storyline, yeah. and now like they're throwing like, is she going to like send Aaron home? Or yeah, of I course we know she's going to send that Aaron home. They-
3: they left us on a cliffhanger is so that they have for the nothing promo, else yeah. for the finale suddenly we're back up to three and back that's up to like three I think it's just but we're pure. not no I yeah. guarantee she sends Aaron home within the first few minutes of the episode yeah. yeah but it's gonna have more people intrigued than if it was just the two of them
0: well you can tell because <laughs> yeah, on, the, I mean... on all of the spoil like the uh, you know don't miss next week coming up Uh, Aaron's only in the one outfit like he's in this navy blue suit and I I was watching specifically I was like let's see if he's in more than one outfit then he sticks around for more than one occasion yeah no and he was in one outfit they're gonna open up the episode
1: they're gonna replay the drama that they ended with two weeks ago to her remind us yeah and we'll have to watch the same fucking shit for like the first five minutes and then Charity's gonna pretend to act conflicted and she's gonna say a bunch of nice things but at the end of the day what's gonna (laughs) happen is she's gonna sit him down and she's gonna go Aaron, again, I'm like, I'm just so glad you showed up. And I just, I have been thinking about you, and you are a great guy. And I really have been torn. However, yes. I just feel like these other relationships have just reached a point where they've moved along too far and with only a week left in this whole process and an engagement around the corner, right. I just feel like it wouldn't be fair to you.
0: Yeah, exactly. Almost exactly.
1: verbatim. Yeah. That's what she's going exactly. to say. Exactly.
0: Yeah. But he got a nice trip out of it. He's in Fiji. Did he though? Oh,
1: like, is, I, I hope he gets to hang out there truly because he bas- he was pro- he is six whatever foot tall and he was probably stuck in a middle seat for, like, a 17-hour flight to fucking oh, Fiji. It Oh,
0: yeah. That's a long flight.
1: I actually feel, yeah, I hope he was allowed to hang out there and chill out. I hope they didn't just send him back I mean, home. If,
0: I was, if that was me, I'd be like, yeah, but I gotta stick around for, like, a week.
1: He, he might have, because typically speaking, they like to keep the final four throughout the end. So if you don't make final four, you just kind of get home. You go home when you're out. But if you're Final Four, they tend to keep you. And then you basically just get to do a lot of cool shit for the next two or three weeks. Why do and they
0: do that? Like just spoiler, in
1: case? Spoiler purposes.
3: Oh, yeah. I guess if you someone know. sees someone flying oh. home.
1: So, yeah. It's just like if you didn't make the Final Four, they're not really worried about like worrying if, uh, say, a Sean won. No one's worried. No one's thinking Sean won. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, you know, if. Hometowns are hard to hide, right? They're in the public, so right. every hometown is usually there's pictures and videos and clips of being like, "Oh my god, that's a Charity and Xavier in fucking our hometown." And right. they'll take videos, so it's impossible if you want to find out who's in the final four to not find out because those that that's just all over the place. So they keep those people kind of hidden. They'll kind of usually be kind of quarantined, so to speak. So, so my, they'll probably keep Aaron.
0: Did Aaron then go? not of his own back because obviously they were like you know we'll get you your flight you're gonna to come to Fiji but would Aaron have gone to Fiji anyway?
1: No they would they have would just have kept just Xavier kept Oh okay Because Biden. we
2: saw Aaron at home remember he had the sword? Yeah he his had his jersey
4: Yeah he had the, the samurai sword so he yeah, was he legit packing up at yeah. home unless that was like an insane hotel that had a samurai yeah. sword
1: But yeah to that point maybe they didn't keep maybe they sent him home and they or they did that with the final three I don't think it's the same It makes they, sense
2: that they keep them though sad if you're like genuinely sad by being sent home and then you have to like suffer in a hotel room Just stay there and think about, about everything your friends and family yeah look that's... out your window and you see
1: but you sometimes get to do together. cool shit you know
2: i mean if i was like in excursions
1: fiji, yeah they might yeah
2: oh yeah it's so nice So
0: they,
1: you know they might let aaron like hang out at whatever like hotel in fiji they're hanging out with and you probably can walk around the compound and They'll yeah. probably take him out and do some cool stuff with. They'll have like a handler assigned to him and Wow. You know, yeah. That's such a wow. different,
0: different dynamic from dancing with the stars. Oh like, my god,
1: yeah, it's a different dynamic. Different yeah. dynamic
0: whatsoever. Yeah. You went straight from one into another, right? Yeah. And was that by the end of it, or were you like, no more reality TV
1: or? Well, it was such a different. Ex- I mean, reality. I didn't even consider Dancing with the Stars reality TV.
0: I will say. So we had uh, Vinny Guarninino that came onto the show last um, season, and uh, he he at first was very kind of like skeptical, like what's going on. He thought that the wardrobe was going to try to sabotage sure, him. Yeah, he was looking for ways in which the production was kind of setting him up for failure. It's actually not like yeah, that at yeah. all. We it's quite this is what i'm told from outsiders that uh people that come on dance with stars it's quite wholesome they wa- they do want people to win they do yeah, want they, w- they want people to be lifted up they want to celebrate you you know if even if you get out there and you get like a 4 or a 5 like scored by the judges it, at the end of the day it, it's not about it's not poking fun it's not exposing people it's more about well if you know you commit we're going to love you anyway it's like that yeah. So he, it was for him. Vinny was like, "Oh, it took me a few weeks to realize that the show wasn't out to get me." And I was like, "No, it's not." At no, all. it's
1: really, it's really weird that way. I had a very similar experience. But yeah, they, they might have make a couple jokes, but they're not really trying to make anyone no, look bad. Yeah. It was very like I hadn't done reality TV since Dancing with the Stars before I went. I did Special Forces at New Fox Show. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. How was that? Um. Well, it was incredible and in the most insane way. It was insane. It was like you know. I can't talk about adrenaline
0: stuff, right?
1: It was outrageous wow. in the most outrageous way. But I get to your—you asked me if you know why I even chose to go on it. You know, like when I did Dancing with the Stars, I felt like this was the first show I have a chance to do where I have a chance to like be proud of the experience. Yes, you know,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, and it wasn't until Special Forces came around where my reason for going was. I don't know how this is going to go. I don't know what it's going to be like, but I have a chance to be proud of this experience. You know, like I have an opportunity to do something and challenge myself and, and, and work towards something that I would otherwise not have a chance to do. Right. And I have a chance to see what I could do. And I'll always remember that experience and dancing with the stars off that experience. And it's the same with kind of special forces. Unlike, you know these other shows like Jersey Shore or Vanderpump or Bachelor, where it's like it's certainly an opportunity, and you know certainly I'm grateful for everything I've done, but I wouldn't—I've never been proud of that experience. Right. You know, it's not something I wear as a badge of honor.
0: Right. No, I understand. I don't
1: regret it, but like Dancing with the Stars, in some ways, I—I I had a sense of pride. Absolutely. And with Special Forces, I did like have some moments where, like, I thought to myself, "I'm proud that I." Even tried, you know. Yeah, prou- exactly. I'm proud that I did that, you know. And so uh, it's rare that those opportunities in reality TV come along. But yeah, Dancing with the Stars was—it's like comical just how different that it experience is, is between. Yeah. yeah, because the the producers aren't trying to the drama of Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, is is already there. It's the dancing. The yeah. dancing is the potential drama. Like, are can they do it? Can they not do it? Same right. with like Special Forces. The drama was putting like 14 public figures. In the most insane atmosphere and seeing if they could survive it right like they didn't have to do anything to create more drama it just naturally it's happens it's already oh, really? there with what the show is uh, and so that was kind of refreshing and, and made it way more enjoyable yeah. although like I didn't really I can't say I enjoyed the experience in special Forces.
0: Well I've seen those um, I've seen those trailers. I actually haven't seen an episode, but I've seen what they do on there. I couldn't do it. I could not do it. You know, I saw I'm, I'm one thing about, yeah, where um, somebody drove a car into water and they get in submerged yeah. and you have to like get out. oh well, yeah, I don't know if I'm cut out for that. I know there's training and I all. bet
1: you could I didn't train for it.
0: I can't I would not bungee jump.
1: There's I no would, bungee jumping.
0: Uh, there's no okay, great. Well,
1: bungee jumping is more of an adrenaline sport. So the things they do in special forces are actual like they're not just like making shit up and calling it like this is what we do in the military. They are they are actually it's an actual stuff. simulation of like special forces training. So the things that they have you do do like there's a lot of height stuff. I'm just saying like bungee jumping. There's no practical like
0: used to that. Used because you're that. not like, going to bungee jump on a mission.
1: Correct. There's a <laughs> okay. lot of things you're doing with heights, but it's not actual bungee jumping.
0: Like is it more aer- is it airplane stuff or
1: no? It it's a lot of rappelling and going down there's a ton of heights and I
0: can't do that there's just
1: but there's just actually no bungee jumping I can't but fall. everything they're doing is an actual pla- ap- application to real real military training
0: okay yeah I don't know I mean I, I, I would I'd give it a go but like the, it, was, the submerging well. under the water and doing all that and then if it, if there wasn't an, any way like falling you know that's that's, that's, a, that's a lot of fear for me well the
1: whole show is about overcoming
0: yeah well I'm alright in my box okay. I'm okay <laughs>
1: Uh, I don't. Even, it's not even worth doing predictions. Dotten obviously is going to win. The big question: all we have left to find out is like, where are they now, kind of thing. And we won't find out anything from the finale because even if they are happy, we won't find out if they're not. Like, it's like crazy. You,
0: really, is that what it is? Like, they won't ever really say most. Uh, what about that? What about when, Peter? Peter Webber's one.
1: Well, that that was different. unique and different. But even like when Vanessa and I came out in Afr, we were. Both criticized and applauded at the same time for, we were kind of like, yeah, we've, it's been hard. Yeah, you know yeah, Like yeah. we, we kind of acknowledge that. I think some people were surprised by that. I've heard so many stories of couples like screaming and arguing at each other between like going from Jimmy Kimmel to AFR yeah and just like, it's just such a difficult situation to be in that I would say most couples go into AFR, not in a good spot and it's mostly fighting and not getting along. It's just because it's such a shitty situation to try to navigate. Yeah, well they just Um, watched
0: the entire season together for the first time probably. And
1: it's a lot of like, you know, a week off of like talking about fantasy suites and what happened during overnights Uh, and like saying I love, Charity told three people she loved them. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot to deal with. Hard if it's Dotten to just be like, "Yeah, no, it's just a show." And that tr- and and Charity, she's going to have to tell Dotten at some point, "Listen, there were things I had to do that I really wouldn't have wanted to do." And it's going to sound like a cop out to Dotten, and it's just a tough situation to navigate. Right. So, few couples are going into AFR actually happy?
0: Yeah, I can imagine. Like You know.
1: It is not how you want to start a relationship.
0: No, not at all. And I think that there's a lot of journeying that you would need to do as a person to be able to, to deal with that. I wouldn't be able to, I, I would not work well in that situation.
1: But I do feel like Dot and Charity could be two people who actually navigate it well.
0: He seems very calm. What a beautiful presence, like yeah. amazing energy. He seems like sometimes somebody who is so kind of like calm and compassionate, like the way that I feel like he is, sometimes they don't have like enough about him. He has enough about him. Like yeah. he laughs. He like kind of makes fun of her in a certain way, which I love. They were talking about the salamanders at the end of the episode, like kind I'm like love that. I loved his family. Like he's definitely got he I'm such a big fan of his, but he he also seems to be really mature and can separate things. But I, I guess I don't know him. I just see Yeah, him. we don't. We're
1: just we're guessing, but he does come across as someone who is able to prioritize more meaningful things and mm-hmm. able to recognize things that might be triggering for him but mm-hmm. ultimately decide is this really important for me to care about? Like which is obviously comes from a place of maturity. He does come across as extremely mature and that's the characteristic of the quote unquote winners that is needed. The ability to say, okay, yeah, that's annoying, but do I need, does it really matter? Does right. it really matter? Do I really care? Do I have a right to be mad? Yes. Do I need to like bring this up and quote unquote, like defend myself or stand up for myself? Because again, there's so many things that can be triggering, but like, is it important for my relationship with charity? Right. Is it going to bring us closer together or is it going to tear us further apart? And deep down, am I going to ask a question because I'm upset that I really need an answer to, or do I already know the answer? The answer being like, Charity was put in this impossible situation, but at the same time, Don has a right to feel a certain way about it. Right. And it's going to be his ability to like self-regulate and say, you know what? I'm just going to empathize with Charity. I'm going to recognize that she was in a very difficult position. If I were in a position where it's so hard for someone in Dotton's shoes to put himself in charity shoes, because until you're in that position, it's just impossible to like imagine. Right. But this is all to say, I think Dotten seems like the type of guy who can do it.
0: But it, what if it's not him? What if it's Joey? It's not. It's not Joey. I don't know. I mean, I, th- I do think it's Dotten and I want it to be Dotten. How much?
1: I lo- I'm i down 50K. Yeah. I'll bet 50K.
0: Oh my God. Another 50K. Wait, yeah. you can bet on the outcome?
1: I'm sure you can. Oh, I, made a, oh, I thought you did. I made did. a fake bet to oh. the audience oh. and claim who who was it about? What was I wrong about? Well, Love is blind. Love is blind. Oh, is Love is blind. Oh, no, who the was going to say yes? Yeah, the yeah. Al- Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Chelsea and um Kwame. Kwame. How oh. they were never they weren't going to get married. Yeah. And
0: they were never going to be together.
1: Yeah, and they're they're still married.
0: Oh, look yeah. at
1: that. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Way off, yeah, down 50k.
0: Did you pay up?
1: I mean, like in my head, yeah. <laughs> I didn't really. I didn't. Have, who Who was I supposed to pay? You know. Yeah, yeah, really, yourself. <laughs> yeah, yourself. Uh, no, 50k. Yeah, I'll bet. I bet my fake 50k. And Joey's your next bachelor. Spoiler Do we think out. we're
2: going to get any paradise trailers next week? Well, we know brands oh, there. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. There's These. no way as
0: a production they are not going to. They're not going to post that. Also. We didn't speak about Gary, but we can get there if you want. Yeah, but let's get there. Let's
1: wrap up with Gary.
0: Gary, I was blown away because we saw that trailer uh, at the mental all about him losing his wife, his first wife. I think her name was Vicky, and I was in tears. I've never Me been too. in tears watching a bachelor uh, have, trailer. Sadly. What the first, the very first, like, hey, my I, name I is. I cry really easily. Oh, I. Was- I- I love
1: that about you. I cry during hap- things that are happy make me cry.
0: Me too. Me too. Not
1: sad moments. It's happy moments, and not that this was a happy moment, but the way Gary spoke about his love was happy. It was beautiful. And those are, I, those are for me tearjerker.
0: I just I, I was so uh, shocked that this man was talking in the way that he was, and that he also is now ready to find a new type of love for the rest of his life. That to me was like, there's no way I wasn't, I'm not rooting for him. There's no way I'm not going to watch. I just loved the guy. I thought he was just amazing. So we haven't had any spoilers on the the women that they're going to have for the Golden
1: Bachelor, right? Well, they're still filming.
0: Other than potentially, you know, Matt
3: James, who was oh, The Bachelor. Yeah. yeah. There have been questions of if Matt James's mom was going to go on the show. And okay. Matt and Rachel Perconnell have done some interviews of like, I don't know if she's on it, but it would be great if she is. Like uh, and so I was like I feel like if how do you not know?
1: I don't know Gary's type. But Matt's mom and Gary, do we have a picture of those two? I, I seem I feel like they
3: Patty James? Oh, Our is good that her friend, name?
1: Patty. How old is how old is Patty? I could see that. They both both Yeah, t- both tall. I totally. Yeah. You know.
0: This is gonna Guys, I could not I be more excited 67. for this. I think she's 67. She's 6. What? Or
2: 68?
0: 67. Oh, I thought you said she's
1: six feet seven. I'm like, <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I yeah, could. let's go. I her and Gary for sure. Let's go,
0: Patty James. Patty James. She's going to tell. She looks up. a good glass of wine. Yeah. She looks happy. She looks like she's in a restaurant or potentially on a cruise right there. Yeah. Oh, Matt's the best. What a great guy. So if she goes on the show, I wonder what's that age range going to be for all of the women on there?
1: I think the men, I, I don't think they're going to do it, but I wanted them to cast like a, yeah. a, like a
0: young, fo- yes, young, yeah, a
1: couple, like you know, 40 year olds, you know,
0: that would be interesting, you know, and then he would have maybe to, find to throw out in a
1: 35 year old there just to Ooh. shake it up, I mean, real, real messy too. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: this is going to be so but interesting. I don't, I don't
4: think, I think they're going to lean into the wholesome. I just hope. That a contestant from the season goes to paradise. There's not a separate paradise. <gasps> so they just go on. <gasps> what?
3: Wait. So then how, we would how, need for, someone uh, younger. We would need like a 45 no, year old not, woman
1: why? to then go to paradise. Why, no. Okay, I okay, have. You a can't send
3: a 70 year old to go make
0: out with. I, th- the I twins. bet I bet. Brayden, Brayden would make you. out with her. Would date the 50 Braden.
1: Braden would make yeah. out with her.
0: What do we do? The Golden Cruise. And we send everybody from the Golden Bachelor sort of like, you know, age range. They go on a cruise. It's okay. Just you heard it here first. It's not paradise because we already have that. That's a separate thing. It's the uh, Golden Cruise and everybody goes and we film them and they sort of like mingle. I'm telling you, this is a show. And and I know why it's a show because people are going to check into this Golden Bachelor. Like people that have maybe just dropped off the franchise in the last few years and they're you know they're too busy watching Love Is Blind or Love Island or Too Hot to Handle. I reckon they're coming back for this, so why not put them all on a cruise, give them a good time, take them around the Bahamas, and film some love. I am The curious. cabins. Imagine, imagine seeing people go back to the cabins. That's that's. Hard. I mean,
1: they always talk about how like in old and in, in retirement homes that syphilis is just. <laughs> rampant <laughs> rampant just because older people are like fuck condoms and they're just fucking like crazy
0: well you get a new lease on life yeah. is what I hear. and you just yeah, want to you, you like, want to start enjoying things and you know yeah, it's life's, like life's too short, yeah, it's life's quite too short, you're, short you're
1: not worrying point. about shit anymore <laughs> yes. uh, you,
0: know, you know i'm interesting to see that what does what does love as a journey look like for a 71 year old versus like a 25 year olds or 30 year old or something like that. You know what I mean? Like he's going to, he's going to be different in the questions. He was different when Jesse was ans- asking things of him. He just kind of like knew himself and you know, he seemed to be completely all there and everything. It's going to be such
3: an interesting dynamic when it's like meet the family. Cause we're so used to seeing people's family, like parents Older. and grandparents and aunts and uncles. And now it's going to be like, Oh, here are
0: my daughters younger, and my granddaughters. Yeah. yeah That'd be
1: interesting. Wow. Too. Yeah. The, uh, the reverse.
0: Yeah. The reverse.
1: Yeah. So, what are your intentions with my mother? You know, <laughs> no, is there that that will be a question?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's gonna be so great! I can't wait for that.
1: It'll be. a lot Yeah, of the fun. trailer
0: got me. It had all the feels. All the feels. Well, see,
1: I'm curious how well it will do. You know, uh, will it? Will it? Will it? Kind of give the franchise a bo- a much needed boost. There's just so much competition out there. Yeah, there's you know? a lot.
0: But I think I think they did well with this one. I really did. I think they did a great job with charity. I thought it just was- hasn't
1: resonated through, I don't know if it's a competition, I just think the, the buzz around the franchise is just, hasn't been what it, you know, I think ever since maybe Hannah Brown's season, it's, mm-hmm. you know, there's always seems to be less and less buzz, mm-hmm. you know? And so, I'm curious, will Gary create the type of buzz that you're speaking mm-hmm. about, like, people have fallen off? Will it bring some people back? Will it bring in new people? Well, um, I think the
0: first step to that was when they tweeted the picture, and then said, this is Gary, he's 71. And even I, who haven't really like, you know, been consistent with watching Bachelor or Bachelorette, I'm um, sort of on and off the last few years. Even I was like, I retweeted it. I was like, if this guy's 71, look at the way he looks. He looks gorgeous How for a 71 it. year yeah. old. Like I thought that it generated a lot of buzz. Like people were talking about me saying, I need to know his skincare. You know, I need to know what where what his workout regime is, what water he drinks, because he looks so good. So it just I think people from the back of like him being so wholesome, seeing his journey, I think it's going to generate a lot more chat, which then generates FOMO, which then has people logging on and watching. So I think it'll do good.
1: I hope it does. Emma, always a pleasure talking so with you. It's so
0: good to chat to you, Nick.
1: Uh, you'll have to come back sometime again. Yeah. We really enjoyed you having, having you here.
0: Thanks, thanks. I'll be back anytime. What, this couch is lovely.
1: What, uh, what are you up to? What are you promoting? Plug away, share. Where can oh. people follow you?
0: Well, um, I'm working on a new show called Hollywood After Dark, and it's, a, it's like a celeb variety show. We're filming our first episode in two days from now, and um, it's taken up all my time because I'm EP on that too, so I'm an executive producer as well as the host. And it has been just an incredible learning curve for me, Um, building a show as well as filming it and putting it out there. Um, But I'm super excited for that. The people involved in it are all just amazing people. And it's a new concept. It's going to be interesting to see where it's going to lean because it's a big variety show with about 50 celebrities that are coming Entertained at a Hollywood party. There's a lot of different facets to it. You've got mixology, you've got comedians, you've got artist performances. Um, But then when you've got so much going on, you need like party planners, you need like a lot of direction on the floor. So there's 50 microphones. And apparently, every sort of tech company that we've gone to to get bids and quotes from have gone, wait, wait, just so we understand, 15 or 50? And we're like, no, 50 mics on people. And they've gone, uh we 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 gonna have to test it because we don't know if that's ever been done. So like it's oh, crazy.
1: Yeah. Well when can we expect this and where could we find it?
0: Um well it's an it's an unwide international network. So internationally it's gonna start going out as of next year and then uh yeah, we don't know about US yet. Okay. I'll let you know. Well,
1: congratulations. Thank you so that much. Was fun.
0: It's so fun.
1: Uh where can people follow you?
0: The Emma Slater on Instagram. I'm on that mostly it's the Emma Slater. I think on Twitter it's uh, Emma Slater Dance, but I don't know if people are on Twitter these days. Are you on the TikTok? (laughs) I'm on on TikTok, the Emma Slater, yes.
1: The Emma Slater. Yeah. All right, we'll follow all of Emma's great content. Emma. Thank you so much again. It was such a pleasure. Thanks, Nick. You're amazing. Cheers. Uh, don't forget to listen to us on Thursday. Going deeper. We have Sierra Miller and Maya Allen from Summer House. We'll get into all of their experiences on the Bravo franchise. We'll probably talk to them about some of the Bravo drama going on. I know they're just generally big pop culture fans. So we'll get into a lot of the conversations that are going on in the pop culture world with them, but certain to be a ton of fun. Be sure to tune into that. Don't forget to send in your questions at asknick at thevilefiles.com for all things Ask Nick related, texting office hours, mediations, just your general relationship questions. Also, there's a new update special on Vilefiles Plus dropping this Friday. So for all you update special lovers out there who have been missing out on all the bonus updates that we've been dropping on Vilefiles Plus, just go to vilefiles.com to check it out. It's free to sign up. You will not regret it. Also. As always, we have another episode of Better Date Than Ever live Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern. All right. We'll see you back on Thursday. Bye.